Hey, welcome to the Thursday Afternoon Popcast. I'm here with Danny the Dork Knight. What's up, brother? Hey, Brian, what's up? I'll, I'll play, uh, where, where is it? I'll play the role of Shane. I'm not used to this backwards stuff. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He, uh, Danny is playing Shane today because Shane is actually in Vegas with the Salty Nerd guys. Yeah. And uh, couldn't do the live stream today. But you know what? We are never going to leave you guys hanging unless I'm so sick I can't move. So I'm here. Let's rock. Um, Let's do some this. Good, good stuff to talk about today. Obviously, we are doing the Picard Season 3, Episode 4, Scene by Scene, Frame by Frame, Breakdown Review. Um, you know, <clears throat> we that's what we do. Um, but additionally, or we're going to be talking about uh, why is uh, William Shatner being snubbed for three years in a row? That needs to be discussed. Yeah. Also, some interesting YouTube uh, stuff. Mr. Beast and his uh, giant chocolate balls. <laughs> I actually can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun one. <clears throat> Um, and in the members section, we are going to be talking about a little bit of Quantum Leap stuff, uh, our schedule for that, in addition to uh, some sh some Shazam early reviews, and I have an inside scoop on that, and I don't oh I don't usually get an inside scoop on DC stuff, so this is going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a great show. <clears throat> Danny, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing great. I... Uh... I'm doing great. Not to get a little too personal, but I had some uh, issues with my, uh, you know, falling off the wagon, and I've uh, I've kind of conquered those. I'm feeling good about, uh, you know, rebooting that. But uh, that's good. Launching a couple of websites. I'm really I'm, excited about I'm the back article on I got the wagon. out. Oh, that's uh, what is that? That's that's Red Bull. Uh, Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no more liquid meth for me, boys, because uh, that messed me up. I got super <laughs> <laughs> they give you like heart palpitations or something. Yeah. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't be up for like three days straight. It's, it's not good for you. Uh, speaking of things that are good for you, this is a horrible segue. I'm sorry, but <clears throat> I'm not used to this. We do have a sponsor today. And so I'm going to read the sponsor review. I mean, sponsor read it's, uh, from our really, really great company called extra. I actually use the wallets myself. Oh yeah. And, uh, this is what, this is what it says. There may not be any need for a wallet in the future of Star Trek, but it is a necessity for us in our daily lives. And oh boy, did we find the last wallet you'll ever need to own. We have discovered the most efficient smart wallet in the world, and it's made by Exter. They have revolutionized the wallet and will never go back to bifold. Super slim, sleek, and futuristic Extra wallets can fit in the front pocket and still hold up to 12 cards. This high-quality wallet combines Italian leather space-grade aluminum, carbon fiber, and a built-in RFID blocker to protect you from wireless theft. Oh, yeah, and it also comes with a tracking card if you misplace it. Check out Extra Wallets right now after this video. The link will be in the description. Go to shops.extra.com slash thepopcast and get 25% off your order when you use coupon code THEPOPCAST. Thanks to Extra for sponsoring this stream. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, sorry, I'm not very used to reading things out loud. But um Oh well, you know, if you ever want to shoot next time I'm here, I'm I do a pretty mean ad read. Here, I'll 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 send it to you because <clears throat> I gotta read it at the top and at the bottom of the show. So I'm gonna All send right. it to you and you can read it before we go to the member section. How about that? How about that? All right, I'll yeah. <laughs> I'm sending it to you right now. All right, yeah, listen guys, uh I'm not gonna harp on this, but extra is actually legit. 
a really I never thought I would actually replace my wallet. And uh when I got this sucker, I'm never going back, dude. It is like it's the coolest thing I've ever used. One of those humongous wallets. So I'm I'm actually Yeah. I, me too, dude. I used to have this giant wallet that where I literally couldn't sit down without taking my wallet out of my pocket. Yeah. But then I got extra and uh never looked back, dude. All right. Um so before we go into the Picard stuff, let's see who's let's see who's hanging out in the chat, man. Oh, there's a lot. I'm not gonna be able to read read everyone off here. But Jeremy, what's up, Archmage? Penny, Yorkshire Geek, Kidzy, Donnie person, a lot of folks. Okay, listen, if I don't call you out, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you being here. And uh like I said, yeah, obviously this is not Shane, but uh Dan <laughs> but Danny is just as entertaining, I'm sure. And we're going to have a really good time today. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's, uh, let's just jump right into it, dude. Because this episode was crazy. It's so good. And you guys have been telling me the truth the whole time. It gets better. Every episode is better than the, the one before it. So good. Yeah. Um, so this is like, I guess, the end of Act 1 or whatever. Yeah, um, I'm not spoiling that. That's, that's been said by multiple people. But it sort of is like the end of Act One, and uh, of the like, like the season, and it it really goes to show. Um, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to collect receipts here, but I have been telling you guys for like six weeks that Shaw was going to blow you away. Is he not blowing you away right now? Oh man, yeah. I I, I love Captain Shaw even more. I liked him from the beginning, uh, um, but uh, he's really growing on me even more now. Um. You know, I did want to ask you a question. I think we're kind of similar in age. You might remember. Remember, like, back in the 80s, and I guess maybe even a little bit into the 90s, they would have, like, these, uh, you know, like, a dynasty reunion show or whatever. You know, they'd have, like, a reunion show um, that was, like, a special event. It took place over, you know, X amount of days or, or whatever. Yeah. And um, they got categorized differently. I, I almost wonder, like, if – I. I I wish I still lived in a world where, because this is basically a reunion show is what it is. And, and not only that, but it's like, it seems like it's basically the la it's a 10 hour version of the final next generation movie, basically. And uh, I, I don't know, I think it could have done really well on network television as a special event. What do you, or do you think I'm just crazy? Like, yeah, I mean, it could have been, it could have ran as like a mini series or something. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you um, know, just make it an event, like a TV event, you know, and, you know, have it on network television. And and so you can actually, because this is the thing, like streaming is so hard. Like, we don't know if the numbers they give us are real or not. Right. You know, Paramount's ending all this stuff now because they're, uh, you know, <laughs> it turns out they're actually not making money off of woke BS that they've been streaming. And, um, you know, so I just, uh, I don't know. I thought I felt like it could have been, I had that thought when I was writing and I just felt like, you know, do you know what I'm talking? You remember they used to do these events, yeah. Like back yeah. In, yeah, you know, like I, ABC I, would do. I had this idea like of like play everything up to like episode eight, and then air like the last two hours as a giant movie. You know? Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. Like that would be. I mean, that would be sick. I mean, like it's it's worthy. Yeah. It's worthy of that. Um, yeah. It's a. We're gonna go into all the great moments, so I don't want to. I don't want to burn them right now. Let me just. Uh, For let sure. Me, let yeah, me yeah. show anyone new here how this works. Uh, basically, it's pretty simple. You see these two little numbers here. Uh, 
plus one means we like something. A minus one means we dislike something, which there's not a whole lot of those this episode. And at the end of the episode, we're going to tally up those two numbers. We're going to average them out and come up with the official podcast score for this episode. Uh, you know, I thought last episode would be the episode to beat because it, it was we were plus 11. But we'll see. This uh, So far, every episode is is gaining on the previous episode. So it's, it's really yeah. working out. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Let's jump into it, shall we? Please. We are reviewing... Picard season three, the final season, episode four. And this is the official scene by scene podcast review. Let's jump into it. Oh, all right. Just seeing that font got me excited. Sorry. So we're back in Guinan's bar. Um, and you know what's funny is I didn't pick up on this uh, in the beginning, but there's actually an Enterprise C so- right here. Yes, um, it's a gold model. Right. Enterprise C, which we only ever saw, we only ever saw that ship in uh, in the TNG episode. Yesterday's the, Enterprise. Yesterday's Enterprise, yeah. yeah, where it's like a time yeah. rift. Yeah, where um, Tasha goes uh, back with them, uh, alternate version of Tasha. Right. That all got, that got super timey-wimey because she, end she ends up, uh, you know, siring, yeah. you know, that. Yeah. You know, everyone everyone talks about how you know, Legacy Trek was like the best thing ever, but there are some like inconsistent episodes that didn't really work out. Um, yeah, and I, I I never liked the, uh, <clears throat> I guess the 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 Tasha Yar, <laughs> the the Romulan version. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, whatever yeah. the Tasha Yar uh, saga, or whatever you yeah. want to call it. I, I was never a fan of that. I gotta fix your your your. Uh, Screen here. I'm sorry. I was never a fan of it because um, it never really made a whole lot of sense to me. I feel like they were always like, you know, uh, here I'll uh, no, I got it. I, I'll fix. It. I'll fix it. Um, they were they were always grasping at straws to make that work. It was almost like yeah. they just really want her to come back. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean she. And she, uh, and I know people like Tasha Yar, so no no hate to it. I know if you like it, that's great, but. I was never a fan of Tasha Yar. Just never a fan. You know, she shouldn't have... Uh, she abandoned ship because she thought it was going to be a, a, a colossal failure and ruin her career. So that's why she didn't even make it through season one. Yeah, the actress, Denise Crosby. Yeah. Denise yeah. Crosby, yeah. She literally went, uh, yeah, I have a, a, a better career out there, so I'm going to leave. And she never did anything else. <laughs> um, I mean, it sucks, sucks that that happened, but... She, yeah. should, she probably should have stuck it up. All right. Um, there is also a shot of uh, of a painting here. This might actually be I, my first downvote. I, I want to talk about this because it'll be a downvote for me as well. Yeah. So here is my first upvote. I'm giving an upvote for the Enterprise C, like for sure. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give that an up as well. Yeah. Um, and I gotta play it to get to that point. But this, the painting right here, doesn't make no sense. You know what that's from, right? The the Nexus. It's from the Nexus. Yeah. How is it? Makes a... no sense. I don't yeah. get it. Did did Guinan paint it? Oh, wait, wait, she wasn't even there though. No, that was the echo of Guinan. So it wasn't even the actual Guinan. She was like, "Think of me like an echo." Yeah. So I think that, and I don't want to be nitpicky here, but I think I think that's going to be a downvote because I feel like that doesn't make any any sense. I got to give that a down. 
I mean, I mean, I guess Picard could have had it commissioned after the fact. I don't know. Well, it actually, this is the second time we've seen that painting in uh, season one. I believe it was in his house. It's right. either in his house or his storage. At uh, was that Daystrom where he had that weird story? No, that wasn't Daystrom. That was no, that was I don't know. All right, so um, that storage was rad though. When, when yeah, he, that, that was one of the few things about that season I really liked. All right, yeah. so he's just having lunch. A lot of people were asking oh. me why yeah. they're um, why they're in Guinan's bar so bar so much because even in the holodeck they're in Guinan's bar, uh, because it's cheaper. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you noticed. There was like a glamour shot of of Whoopi Goldberg straight out of like TNG season five uh, on the wall when they were panning, like right there. You can see it right there. Actually, it's right oh, above. Oh that yeah, I do. Right. I see it. Yeah, you see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're in Guinan's bar a lot, guys, because it's uh it's cheaper to use less sets. And uh, believe it or not, this uh this this season did not have a huge budget. You could you couldn't tell. But that's why they probably use the guidance bar uh, a lot. It makes you know, oh, and it yeah. works. Whatever it works, works canonically. Well, especially when we get the payoff at the end, because they're doing these this series of flashbacks throughout the, the this episode. Right. And uh, you, there is a point to them. And uh, you know. All right. So all the cadets came up and they go, hey, uh, uh, "Admiral Bacar, Admiral Bacar, tell us about your war stories." And my fir- my second up vote is going to be mention of the Herogen from Voyager. That was awesome. Yes, from Voyager. I actually wrote that down um, because, uh, and if you, uh, the story he tells, we've never seen. So go ahead. I'll give that an up for me as well. But uh, it would have been right after Nemesis. Would have been right, right according right. to the star date. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, he says that Worf uh, set a trap for the Herogen. I, now I really need to see Worf fighting Herogen. Right. Like, I need to see that now. Uh, we're not going to, but oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> um, the, and another, I'm not going to give this an upvote because you know it's it's such a light thing. But they did mention Janeway, which is cool. They're like, did Janeway give you any advice on how to deal with erosion? Uh, right. Which, well, I appreciated that because even though she wouldn't have been an admiral at the time, she would have been the only one that had any interaction with them because they were originally um, just in the Delta Quadrant. So, yeah. Um, I go. Good, cool. Matt Vader, I like the podcast so far, but who the hell is Brian and his co-host? <laughs> How did they come out of nowhere with such a claim? We've been here for a long time, man. For like three years. <laughs> Where have you been? All right. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right. We're oh, back. Well, Vader, Vader loves trolling me. It's all good. You back know. to present day. Uh, we are, you know, so the the Titan is sinking into the gravity well it's out of power it's out of juice remember at the end of last episode uh Riker yells at Picard and he goes you just killed us all man get off my bridge and um I saw a ton of articles coming out where it was like is Riker a changeling (laughs) (laughs) or and my the most unique one I saw was what if this isn't William Riker what if it's Thomas Riker Thomas Riker Ooh, that'd be (laughs) that'd be nice the Thomas Riker isn't he like he's 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 stuck away in a jail somewhere for the rest of his life, if I recall. He was like Voyager. he joined the Maquis, right? Yeah, he joined the Maquis, but then uh to save everybody, he had to turn himself over to be put into jail for life. It was uh that again, like I I'm not gonna criticize something that happened thirty years ago, but that yeah. sounds really convenient. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was really convenient. All um, right. Um but, 
don't don't people fight? Don't friends fight? Have you never like haven't you and your brother ever had a disagreement? Yeah, you we know? disagree all the time. Yeah. So I mean, people yeah. like I was I'm sorry, like, I'm gonna have Danny's yeah. on Danny on. And he's like, no, don't have Danny on. I'm like, no, I'm gonna have Danny on. And we disagreed. Just just this morning. Oh wow. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's all good. Um, I'm just joking. All right. So uh yeah, so they're dead in the water, man. Um and there's this bioelectric blast. And I gotta say, right here is this foreshadowing, and I'm gonna upvote this because um uh LaForge literally says, Captain, it's a bioelectric whatever. And she like no, I think that was the or I'm sorry, the, the helmsman or whatever? Vulcan? No, it was the it was the Vulcan that said that. I'm yeah. bad with names. Okay, I'm sorry. The Vulcan so, said he she she foreshadowed that it was a bioelectric that right then. Like the yes. first time I saw this, I was like, "Oh, snaps! That's I mean, it's something alive. It's not like just a regular yeah. nebula or whatever." Lu- Lieutenant Tavine is who said that. Thank yeah, you, the, L- the Lieutenant Tavine. Tavine, yes. Um, I actually used the 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 bright where he's looking at the light for the thumbnail for uh, my my review show because and I put they're all four lights because <laughs> episode four. There are four lights. <laughs> um, yeah, this this Vulcan. Uh, the actress is actually really great. Um, yeah. I can't share this now, but at the end of the season, I will share something I know uh, about that actress that is, that makes her performance just that much better. But I, I'm not awesome. Sure yeah, well, no, that's fine. She uh, she's in one of my she's one of these new compelling characters that you know they actually I know their name. You yeah, know? I'm I'm surprised at how much I'm liking the bridge crew. In this episode, we got a great look at like the bridge crew actually working together and like trying to figure things out. And, like, yeah, the, the Bajoran Lieutenant Murrow. Yep, trying to sort yeah. things out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. yep. Um. So see this... now, how fa- if this scene would have been at the end of the last episode, nobody would have lost their damn minds. Come on, people! I almost right. feel like Terry's trolling you. <laughs> just, just to be clear though, like this, it just happened. He realizes yeah. he lost. He lost his cool, and he goes to find his his best friend, his brother, his mentor, and and make it right. Like it just happened. Things happen in the heat of the moment. And let me tell you, when you're responsible for, let's say, 500 people on a ship and it's sinking, tensions are going to be high. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you're I'm going to be, be upset out. at whoever I can deflect to. I'm probably going to deflect to at that moment. That, and there's there's a lot of under underlying emotion here because Riker, in a way, is probably like what in his mind, like what the hell is wrong with you? Like you, this is your son. I, I've lost my son, and like maybe he's a little rude. That's adding to the, uh, you know, to stress. You know, every time Picard's calling him out in front of everybody instead right. of taking him to a you know a ready room or something. And yeah, you know, he finally just said, "All right, screw it. I'll just do what the." what you say and then you know and then it doesn't work, work out, out so right. well yeah yeah i get it I, I i get the frustration and right but literally minutes later he follows the admiral and he and they talk it through so this is this yeah. is the this is the camaraderie this is like the brotherhood that we've seen for years that i grew up with um yeah and we're seeing it this season and every episode we're seeing it more and more and we're not seeing i know a lot of people are waiting for characters to act out of their out of the ordinary they're waiting for characters to do something crazy that, that that wouldn't be you know this character 30 years later but that's not what i'm seeing this season i'm just not not at all what that's what we saw the first two seasons but this is uh 
and, and Riker is just so good. I want to give this scene up just for the last thing he says. Uh, yeah, you know, this is the end, my friend. You know, it's like, yeah, that was pretty awesome. But also his. Um, his uh, he's talking about it. He's lost faith in the afterlife. And like, yeah. this is a good scene. He's having like, a, know, like an like... actual crisis, right? He yeah. doesn't believe in an afterlife. He doesn't believe in God. Nothing's been he he has been him and Picard have been to the edge of the universe and they found no evidence of anything afterwards. And then oh, yeah. he watches his son get lowered into the ground. And oh, God. everything that he's ever done, he couldn't undo that. And I can totally get it. I could totally see, like, you just... what def, The definition of black pill right there, right? Like, I'm just... All yeah. right. This, this, is, this is the end, right? Yeah. Well, that, that nihilism, though, is probably... Is the reason why he's having such a hard time with Deanna Deanna is because she feels everything. So when she feels nothing from him, it's worse than feeling emotion. Yes. Yes. No, and this is, and it's it kind of, he's realizing it in this moment. And in a later moment um, that he has, look at that pause. That's funny. That was a good, it was a good face. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I, I told I told you guys this two months ago, like this is this, this season will be Riker at its best. Oh yeah, I mean, like, there's a few characters that are going to steal the show, but Riker, like, you're going to see Riker, the best version of Riker, and the best version of Worf. And I can't talk for the other characters, but in my opinion, the bet, the best version of Riker and the best version of Worf is in this final season. And you know, no, who's ho- hopefully we get we get to see him more. I can see it. I just want to know, like, why don't we get the Riker maneuver? He hasn't done that weird thing where he puts his leg over a chair to sit down yet. Just like, you know, what's funny is uh when uh. In that first episode, when he went to greet Shaw, mm-hmm. I half expected him just to throw his leg up over the chair. Right, right? You know, that would have been such a you know, he's like probably got a replaced hip or something. Dude, he's something. like seventy, right? <laughs> he's old, man. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's not flipping his leg up over chairs anymore. Yeah. All right, so they they talk it out. Everything's cool, and the name of this uh, this episode is a no win scenario. Kobe Mashi. Kobe Mashi. Kobayashi. Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, thanks. I can't yes. say that. Word. Another another con uh, reference, which I I'm loving them. I mean, people. Yeah, I don't understand. Can I ask you a question? Why are people yeah. complaining about the con references? I don't know, because because people people want to find something to complain about. So um, our mutual buddy Joe Cronin, you shared a, his video this morning. Oh God, that was hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god! He called him dumb cock. I'm like, that was that was Chef's kiss, man. I haven't had a comment about it. I was like, yeah, pretty that was much. Really funny. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. So I think people just hating to hate, man. That's what I think. You know? Seven's looking for changeling. She's trying to find that that slippery bastard. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, by the right, oh. uh, up up for me right there, right there. Up 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 up. That is that's uh, another yes. That's two box game a, from Voyager. What's it called? A, it's a, Kalto set. It's a Kalto set. Kalto set. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's funny because that uh, they, that was a running gag. Every time Tuvok was playing somebody, Seven would just walk by and move one piece and solve it. You know? Right. Yeah, I actually watched that episode too. The one where like the holodeck character, um, uh, gets out of the holodeck and like steals the Doctor's mobile emitter so she can play mm-hmm. this game with Tuvok. Yeah, dude, they 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 missed an opportunity there. That could have been another Mor- Moriarty situation. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, just like with two box, like or two vix. There were some things in Voyager just were left unexplored because they were going from point A to point B. You really couldn't backtrack. Yeah. 
All right, so he's looking. She, she, uh, she's found looking for the dead for guy. Him. Yeah, she, and she found this. Yeah, she finds a dead guy. Um, Lieutenant Foster, which we did some research, and we think, and you gotta watch our Prime video, but we think it might be a nod to the to the the, the Lieutenant Foster on DS Nine, who looks very similar, who also played like a, oh. a, a, a so a Maquis that was posing as a Starfleet officer and sort of stab- sabotaging the station. Oh. I, mean, I just think that like the comparisons are too, too, you know, I'm too loving, much there. I am loving all of the, like, it's like I'm being rewarded for having watched every single 90 Star Trek show there was in this. Cause they, you know, they're bringing back, you know, things from Voyager, things from deep space nine. Oh, you know, thank you, Archmage. Um, yeah, sorry. It wasn't a holodeck character. It was a woman who took control of a hologram. My bad. You're right. Um, yeah, I, I still feel like they could have explored that more. All right. Um, so she meets with Riker, and Riker basically tells Seven, look, we're not... I'm not going to reinstate you because it's better if you are able to... Um, uh, if you're if you're sort of undercover looking for this changing situation, which I, I mean, I agree with him. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they're going to keep it quiet. And he's going to look for him. Uh, she's going to yeah. look for him. All right. Um, all right. So so seven comes to and I I I, I skip past all that stuff because we're going to get to that later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to jump back and forth between the different narratives when you're doing these frame by frames. Seven goes to uh, Shaw and he has this great line. So there's this meme right now where Shaw just says no to everything. <laughs> it's almost like they predicted that would be a meme, right? Because um, immediately she walks in, she goes, "Can I talk to you?" And she's like, "He's like, no." Yeah. Off the record, he's like, "No." He says no twice, yeah. just reinstating that meme. It was perfect, dude. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and he does help her. Uh, it was very interesting. I, I liked, I liked the way. Uh, we're gonna get back to that. See, that's the problem with going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's a moment coming up with, with. With them, I'm gonna I'm gonna upvote the no no, but there's a moment coming up that I want to get to too, where he sort of. Uh, so I was gonna save it, but if you're gonna give it an upvote, I'll give it an upvote because I know what you're talking about, and I want to give that. Yeah, yeah okay. Well. Let's let's wait. Let's let's wait to get to it. Okay. Riker's trying to write a letter to Deanna Troy, and he's having a hard time. He can't figure out what to say. Yeah. You know, he lost all hope. He thinks he's about to crash and burn. He's hoping that they find some. You know, piece of the Titan, and the message gets to Deanna Marie, uh, Deanna, Deanna, Deanna Troy somehow. Um. All right, Picard and Jack hit the holodeck, and this is my big up vote right here. So when I was watching this, my first thought, and I know it was everyone else, every Trekkie out there had the same first thought: they have no power, they're sinking, they're on red alert. Why is the holodeck working? I mean, we've already been told that in season two of Voyager. I'm sorry, what? This has been answered in season two of Voyager. Um, it, hold up, I actually wrote it down um, because somebody else was was saying that this was ridiculous. Um, Harry can't, okay, so while they're in the Delta Quadrant, they're trying, you remember that episode where they're like, they did it quite a bit where they would shut ration the uh, replicators, right? You know, in in in, in kind of do rolling blackouts or stuff. Um, and there there was a scene in the ready room or uh, or the conference room 
where uh, Janeway is asking, uh, the episode's name is Alter Ego, if anybody wants to check it out. But uh, Janeway asks, why can't we just use power from the holodeck? And, and I quote, this is Harry Kim telling her, the holodeck energy matrix just isn't compatible with the other power systems, which is exactly what Picard says here. And that's how they're able to always use the holodeck in Voyager, even though they're stranded in the Delta Quadrant and they're trying to conserve energy. Oh, using the, interesting. Mm, See, you nice. know what? I don't. I didn't remember that, and I've seen Voyager eighteen times. I had to search it because I was like, I, I was like, I know I've heard Harry Kim say this, and so I was, you know, you know who gave me the answer though? Finally, because I mm. couldn't find it searching. Chat GPT. No, it did. Did it really? Swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta start using Chat GPT more often. Yeah, uh, Joey says holodeck has a battery. It works even if the EPS conduits are offline. Okay, so regardless, even if that's known, it was very smart for Terry to to have that one off mention here for all the people like me who consider yeah. themselves experts that wouldn't have remembered that, and I would have nitpicked that. Right? I would have nitpicked yeah. it to hell. No, I'm glad he put the line in too, and I do want to give it an up, but just, my up's a little bit different. I like it because he's calling back some random episode of Voyager that you, you know, you didn't remember, but I kind of, you know, I didn't remember the name of it until I asked chat GPT. I, I literally typed in like, what episode of Voyager did Harry Kim say that the holodeck power wouldn't work with the other power systems? I got it. Yeah. That's clever. It out to me. That's yeah. clever. I like that. Um, yeah. Use Canon to explain Canon. Yes. Use yeah. Canon. That, I, that's beautiful. Instead of inventing new stuff, like what other shows have done, all of a sudden we have like sentient planets and you know holograms that can assimilate you and weird stuff like that that never existed no no use previous canon to explain new canon i like it yeah it's yeah. universe building yeah i also like that jack said i'm not a wine guy give me that whiskey it's kind of like everybody's shitting on picard's wine have you noticed that like shaw <laughs> when picard gives him the wine He's like, I'm more of a, a Malbec guy myself or, or whatever, Malbec man. It's funny because I, I have a bottle of Bacard, uh, Bacard wine. I have a, mm -hmm. like the, I have the Starfleet one uh, the right here. Picard. I have all the different Star Trek wines, right? Yeah. And I thought about opening it like to toast uh, the new season, but I was like, it's probably garbage wine and it's probably way more valuable if I never open it. Yes, to the second part. I, I have no input on whether or not it's good or not, but it can't be that good. Yeah, it's 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 a Star Trek. It's a TV show themed one. You know, just uh, yeah. You know, a lot of like wrestling companies and other like people they use um they all use the same place, and it's basically you just get to slap your label on it and say it's yours. Um, because Chris Jericho did that with a little bit of the bubbly. He, he didn't make up a new champagne. They just used a company that slapped his stuff on it. I mean, I get it. Regardless, though, that, that label slapped on it, it, it makes it more valuable. Like right now oh, yeah. on oh, yeah. eBay, you know, you I, I could sell my Picard wine for three times more than what I got it for. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So they have, they have a great talk. Um, this is actually this was actually super heartfelt. And he actually, he asked him, like, uh, how long before I go bald? I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that uh, was, uh, which, uh, you know, isn't, I've always been told that it comes from your uh, your mother's side of the family anyway. It's what I've always been told. But 
who knows? Uh, I'm not. It's bald. not anything I got to worry about. I'm I, not bald I, uh, yet, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, they, they go on later on to talk about like Jack Crusher and all that. Yeah. All right, so now we're back at at the fun part. Seven is talking to Captain Shaw, and I love he's the scene. he's actually helping her with this dilemma because he knows the ship. And uh, when he when he compliments her and says they got off on the wrong foot, I think you're uh, totally uh, ready to leave. <laughs> she she figured it out pretty quick. She's like, oh, yeah. you're, that's an example of what uh, the goo person would say. Yes, uh, the, the changeling. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I got to give. Okay, I want to, and I, I I hate to do this. I don't want to mess up your thing. I got to give him an up for that, and I want to give her an up for cannabis. Oh, cannabis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, I, you'll make, I, a, you'll I, make I, a great I, captain one day. Yeah, you got to find his pot. <laughs> no, not no. Sadly, cannabis. not his not the marijuana kind. Yeah, he says sadly no. <laughs> sadly no. Um, that was great. Um, but yeah, that's great advice. You find the pot, you can scan scan the inside and get a beat on the changeling. Cool. Sadly, no, no. All right. <laughs> so she goes off to find to find the pot. Mm-hmm. And this this is actually pretty clever. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a another reference in here. I couldn't find the actual episode, but I remember another changeling hiding it in a similar spot like that. So, the cool thing, the funny thing is, is it looks exactly like Odo's. It's like they have the same like. Do they all just use the same bucket or pot or whatever? <laughs> and maybe they like a certain shape. Maybe it's easier to get in and out of or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's a meta, just like just like anything. There's some kind of like clever way to do it. Like we all use spoons and they're all shaped a certain way because they're convenient, efficient, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> All right, so she gets the pot. Now, this is when oh, we figured God, out this... that Vatic is also a changeling and she pulls yes. the 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 demon call a la supernatural where she cuts her hand off to make the call. That was wild. It was gnarly. I wouldn't give it enough. That was wildly creative. But you just said Supernatural. Was this from something else? Or? No, I, I never watched Supernatural. There's, a, there's okay. a TV show called Supernatural where that's how they call, that's how demons call each other or whatever. Oh. Um, it's very similar. But it's a really cool concept. I mean, it, it, Supernatural didn't oh. make it up. It's a, It's actually like a, it's a Wiccan thing. It's like. Yeah. Ugh. It's how witches communicate with their spirits. It looks so crazy though, like. The, the, the floaty face here in a second. Yeah. Oh, it's rad. Yeah, and the face. Ugh. Yeah. So I, I remember pausing this over and over again, trying to find, like, clues as to what this thing is. He's so creepy. I could I Well, maybe that's the, the terrorist, because they have to have some type of great link, and if maybe that's, like, the... He's, like, the super, you know, leader that's got, like, a little chunk of the... Uh, of the of of the dark great link or something I, I don't know either i'm just grabbing the terrorist shot. link and that's how they communicate because they're all attached yeah. to the link or whatever to instead of the great link they're like attached to this it's, whatever you want to call it the great link, link it's like uh the minor link so the, yeah <laughs> major link and minor link yeah. um yeah i would love to hear i would love to learn more about like changeling lore and how how all this works yeah to be honest uh, well, they never really went back into it again after um, Deep Space Nine. I mean, I never got like I never read any of the Deep Space Nine novels, so I don't know if that's true or not. But as far as television goes, uh, we never 
saw the changelings again. Hmm. Yeah. Now this is the first time we've seen them. Um, which, which yeah. So the, the changeling, ba- the, the floaty, uh, demon changeling says, uh, pursue. So basically I don't care if you guys all die. Yeah. Get me Jack. Yeah. yeah. So Jack, I don't is care if you in- lose your ship, you lose everything. And he tells her to get rid of that, uh, portal weapon. So I guess that's gone now. Oh, really? Yeah, he says, get rid of it. I don't care what you got to do, because she said I couldn't do it because of the payload. You know, she was oh. talking about the the portal weapon. And the funny thing is, is here in like a, well, I'll wait till we get to it. But when she ejects it, you can actually see it says Daystrom Institute on, on the side of oh, it. Oh, it's super rad. You know what? That makes it make, that makes sense. Like, that's sort of OP, right? So like, mm-hmm. you, you're going to want to start, you, you got to shed some of the OP weapons before you get into the final battle, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. All right. So, uh, this is when he's 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 telling the cadets. So it's back five years ago. He's telling the telling the cadets about this time he had with Jack Crusher, where they had this had to pilot a starship blind. I'm gonna repeat this. Everything in this show, almost everything, is important. Almost yeah. almost everything has a what I call hyperlink. Right, they're connected to something, you know, in the past or coming up in the in the future. They even brought up the Darmok episode in in one of these flashbacks. I think it was the earlier one. But so the point of this is like this is setting you up. This is setting up uh, the end of this episode when they have to navigate blind. And I thought that was a really clever way of like instead of just being well, you know what? Because you've been in the chair the longest. Jump in there, Admiral Picard. No, there's an actual, there's a reason for him taking uh, the chair at that moment, and mm-hmm. it's and it's set up in the beginning of the episode, which is I think it's very good, very clever. Um, and it gets to connect more to Jack Crusher, which is a connection to his son, et cetera, et cetera. He gets to tell that story in the bar. Really cool stuff. Oh, uh, he did ask him. Uh, do you feel weird about me being named Jack? He goes, no, I want to name you Jack too. I would, yeah, I like that a lot. I actually yeah. like that a lot. Um, you know what? I don't always look at the chat until after the review, my friend. Sorry. Did you want me to look at something? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll go back. We'll go back. All right. Um, yeah. Mike Snow, uh, the flashbacks are, you know, they're going to be less and less. The long, the the farther we go into this, I like how this one was used because of the payoff at the very end of the episode, where where it's almost like he 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 he, for whatever reason he was thinking of that instance, and then by the end of the episode, it was like the why he thought about that instance, you know, right? So it had a purpose, you know. Yeah, uh, the changeling kills another uh, poor soul. They should have had this person wearing red just for fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then then it gets away, and it yeah, and it kills the pot, break it kill it, you know, shoots the pot, so no pot. Yeah, the pot's gone. It's been disintegrated. Yep. And uh, and it gooed into the into the <laughs> into the vent into the ship. Yeah. Um, I don't even I don't know how I feel about the goo yet. Like I want to like it more, 
but it grosses me out every time. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. maybe, it, maybe that's the purpose. Maybe it's supposed to gross me out because it looks so damn realistic. So I don't want to be rude as a guest. I think you were mistaken. I think that last one where he was sitting uh, was when he was talking about Darmok. And th this is where he's talking about flying blind because that's what Shaw walks in and is like, well, did he tell you this story, kid? Oh, you know? you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, you're right. Um, I have no audio here, so I'm, I'm just I'm guessing. Yeah, well, it's all good. And, and this this show also jumps around a lot. Yeah, like yeah, like whenever we do our reviews, I have to take all the scenes for one and break them up in individual pieces, and then and then we break up we break down those individual pieces and then lay them back out chronologically. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You're right. Yeah, that's when he explains. You know, he borrowed the shuttle. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, still good though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that bothered me. I want to give that a down. Which part? He, uh, where he says uh, ten fucking hours. Like he didn't need to say fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a down too. That was. Yeah. That was. And now here's the deal, though. That was ad lib, and they kept it in there. No. That that was that. This is the. Remember, I told you a few weeks ago. There's yeah, a, I remember you saying that. So this is that ad lib that they keep in okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Of course, it's the f bomb. Yeah. Anyway. I told you when we got to that point, I was going to let you know what to do. This is the one that yeah. was ad-libbed. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, no matter how sour that tastes in your mouth, you're about to be, be real sweet right now with Shaw's performance. My God. Yeah. My God. Did, did your old man tell you about the first time we met? We met? Oh, my God. Dude. And this explains his bad attitude and everything. Like, from his perspective, Picard is a monster. That everyone just ignored his actions and just gave him his command back. Yeah. Like nothing Wolf, happened. Yeah. Wolf, Wolf 359. And I, I love it because there's it, immediate parallels to Cisco. Immediate parallels. Immediate, yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I love that, you know, this is a he's an engineer on board a ship that got lucky and survived, literally. Not yeah, he said he was some dipshit grease monkey from Chicago. Right. I got I I want to give Shaw it up. I love this scene. It yeah, he's so, so good. good. I'll give him I'll give it up. I'll give it up too. Um and so he got randomly picked to survive when all of his friends died. It was it's like what what did Terry Metallus say? It's like that was like it's like their Pearl Harbor, their 9-11. Like yeah, that. it's like uh and what's think that about called? this survivor's yeah. guilt, I think. Survivor's imagine guilt. imagine if you know, uh, our hero was also Osama bin Laden or whatever, right? right? So, like, the guy that that wrought this destruction on us is also the guy who delivered us from destructors. Um, I mean, at the very least, mixed emotions. On, oh yeah, on his legends, I can totally see why he's not happy with Picard and Riker, and the fact that yeah. they're you know they just they just sort of bully their way around the galaxy. And he lost people he loved. He lost yeah, his so crew, his ship. Not yeah. He he says that eleven thousand over eleven thousand over eleven thousand lost. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a lot. And then, yeah, just a grease monkey from Chicago, and yeah. that that line. Oh my god, that line at the very end, man. Uh, a Borg so deadly they gave him a name. Name. Ooh. And then you're like, you look cute us. Dude. Oh. It, yeah, this whole scene is so good. Setting the way. world on fire. Like every word of this guy's mouth, I was hanging on. It was I felt yeah. I felt goosebumps on the back of my neck, man. Oh yeah, so good. Hot oh, Lacutus of Borg. 
Oh my god, he brings the heat. And I, I love that Jack's like gonna try to defend his old man all of a sudden. Like, yeah, 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 come on, man, T take it easy. So Jack is clearly warming up to Picard. Picard's warming up to Jack, and it's it's natural. You know what would you know what would have been really unnatural? I'll tell you what. Them meeting each other and hitting it off right away. Yeah. Unnatural. Well, also unnatural. Them meeting each other and the entire season having animosity. I'm glad that they're solving this their their, their personal issues in the first in the first couple episodes. So we can get on to the to the adventure. Yeah. If 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 this were another Star Trek show, it would have been two seasons of them yelling at each other uh, about yeah yeah dead deadbeat dads or whatever. Oh my god, look at his face right there. And then that line when they're gone, forgive me. At some point, you know, my charm made me an asshole or something. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. So sometime yeah, at some point in time my charm turned into asshole or something. That's so yeah. good, man. So good. His whole crew is like they don't so know what whoever to say. whoever somebody in the chat was asking if one of you guys want to do the research, the the uh the, the battle of uh of Wolf three five nine was start eight four four zero zero two point three. So you can ex extrapolate from that how old you think Sean might have been. But obviously he was a cadet or or a, just a brand new ensign or something like that. Um, it's his first, you know, posting. So I had no problem with that. Him saying he was there at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Shaw's subtle flip of the bird was nice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like really, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah, it was very. Uh, very uh, purposeful uh, placement. The body language spoke. Uh, so Jack is, you know, listen, you don't got to explain yourself to me. So he's clearly warming up to Picard, which is great. Yeah. And this is when, when Crusher comes in and she explains his expelling energy. It's, it's, and he even, even name drops uh, the first episode of TNG. Um, Oh, that's later when they talk to uh, Riker when she's trying to convince Riker. Oh my God, why am I forgetting the name of this episode? The encounter at Farpoint. Farpoint. They, they, she, yeah, she brings it up later in the in the room with Riker when Dude. they try to sell Riker on it. When we get to that point, remind me to uh, pull pull up the Farpoint animals and the new animals here. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. they're they're so similar, it's stupid. Maybe they're the same thing. They might be the same Maybe. thing. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Uh, so she's. They're, they're figuring it out. Jack uh, suggests that they can try to ride the wave, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. We, 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 we already understand they're going to, no, no, they're going to, they're going to hide. They're basically going to hotwire the, sh the, the nacelles and they're going to try to bring in energy from the bioelectric waves that are being put out by this creature yeah. in the nebula. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of big words that my speech impediment will not and, allow me to say. Sorry. And this is where Riker's like, you know, still trying to be, you know, just still shooting it down. No, no, no. And then this is where Beverly reminds him about the encounter at Farpoint. Yes. Yeah. During, well, she also scene. says like, this is what we do, which was great. Like that was yeah. so awe-inspiring to me. Um. Yeah. You're right. So this is when they, they do the, the yeah, so that but that was a, that's a good callback. And then later on, when we actually see yeah. the creatures and they look so similar to that, like that is such a great payoff to me. So it's approximately twenty to twenty-five years. I did the start date math. Um, uh, even if we go to the high end, twenty-five years ago, that tracks. I mean, you know, you're twenty when you get in, or eighteen when you get enlisted. Maybe he's twenty by the time he's on a ship. He's definitely at least forty-five. Look at his hair. So you know, no, yeah, he's the right yeah. age. Yeah, it tracks. 
He was a, an ensign, a grease monkey. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, Riker doesn't want to do it, but they basically convince him to do it. So that's yeah. cool. And let's get the hell out of here. And the way she did, she invoked, she invoked Deanna's name. She's like, if Deanna were here, she would say, you know, and that's what kind of. Yeah. This is what we do. Out of it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm going to skip through this. Okay. So they, they go to the captain. Um, they're like, captain, we need a dipshit from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give, because for so many reasons, I want to give this little interaction an up because the look on Beverly's yeah, face same. when she's after Picard says that, and like, she's expecting something bad to happen. And then just the, the, the kind of nod of respect that uh, yeah, shot like Picard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I dug that. I dug that. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's all these characters. So let's, let's, let's recap real quick. Picard meets his son for the first time. They clearly have major issues. Not mm-hmm. only did he have a problem with him, but then Picard had a problem with his son when he, when he found out his son knew about him and didn't reach out to him. Mm-hmm. He's mad at Beverly for hiding it from Shaw mm-hmm. hates him for Wolf 359. He got off his chest. They're, they're all coming to terms with them, with their differences and respecting each other. Yes. Like in real time. And it's not taking three seasons yeah. in a movie. This right? is what Star Trek has been missing for over two decades. The re- like relationships, you know, um, in caring about people and doing st- like, you don't need to hold a grudge for two seasons over something, you know, ridiculous. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. It was seven, not Crusher. Um, and all right. So, so he, now he's down there. He's going to hot, he's going to rewire these nacelles that were taken in. He makes a good point. If, if the changeling wanted to mess with them, this would be the time to do it. Yep. There's no other way they can sabotage a ship except for at this moment. He right. points. I like, I like it. Wasn't seven that figured that out. Yeah. Seven has done plenty of awesome stuff already. It was Shaw. That pointed that out to seven. Well, it reminded me of the scene with him and Jack in sick bay when he's like, how, does, how, how, how do they keep finding me? How do they keep finding how us? They keep and finding then, us, Right. You know, so he's constantly thinking about what's best for his ship and his crew. I really like this character a lot. Yeah. It's, he's a, he's a captain. Like he's like yeah. through and through. He's a captain, even though he's been sort of cut by an admiral and the previous captain, he's still the captain of the ship. Um, yeah. I like that. I pointed that out. So Seven calls Riker and tells her something we don't hear. Uh, right. Basically what she told her, you know, don't send anyone down here. So they know if anyone comes down there, it's probably the changeling. Yeah. Um, bada bing, bada boom. And we're just going to jump right to that spot because I thought it was pretty rare. All right, and here's where, here's the payoff from the story that we were, we were told earlier. Yeah. We get our big engage. Yeah, he says, sit down, uh, Admiral. You're the only one with... with any experience in flying blind, basically. And it makes yeah. sense. You got the most seasoned guy yeah. out there who's actually done it before, put him in the chair. And and and, and, and he got to then work with his son for the first time, which was super rad. Yeah, that part, when we get there, I'm giving that an up because that was dope. All right. So this is when... Um, ah. Yeah. All right. Ensign LaForge comes down. Hey, you, uh, you guys... You guys need my help? You know, my dad's a decorated Starfleet engineer, right? A legend. <laughs> oh, I love this so much, man. This was, I got 
I gotta give it to this actress, man. She she pulled it off. That little she's like she's playing the ensign, the forge role the whole time. Mm-hmm. And right when she thinks he's vulnerable, her face changes to that like that evil smirk. And it was yeah. such a subtle change, but it was so clear. Like it, it yeah. showed her intentions right away. Definitely. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna click on this so I can get to that exact spot. Ah, look at that face right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like her eyes narrow. Her, her yeah. lips. And that tells the audience that it's whatever like happens right now, seven's in the seven's right. There's no confusion. Yeah. Um, now, what happens is, in order to make sure that she's not going to shoot her friend, she asked, and it's the payoff. What did I it's say? It's the payoff. Nothing. Yeah. Take nothing for granted. Yeah. Everything. Dude, everything in this show hyperlinks to something that came before or will come after. Everything you nitpick now, I want you to know, everything you nitpick now, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. It's gonna it's 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 a payoff. That whole diatribe where I thought it was a and I would now listen, if this was to be fair, if this was discovery, I would have been like, why did we just spend ten minutes with this ensign talking to the first officer? Right? I would have said that. And to be fair, I would have been right. It would have never been paid off. It would have been for some emotional thing. Yeah. Well, they they got the emotional thing out of us, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it it wasn't just it wasn't just token emotion. It had yeah. a purpose. And later on in the story, when she, when she says, "What's my name?" and she says, uh, "Commander Hansen," and she just immediately shoots her, just kills her. I, uh, yeah, I want to give that an up because that payoff. That like, uh, dude, are, are you guys not understanding this though? It's like. You you would see that interaction in other in other you know modern Trek shows, right? But it would never be paid off because the interaction was not for the story; it was for the emotional. It was for the feels. It was for the know, feels. Yeah. This this gave, is good writing. This, this is how you can do both. Yes, this gave you the feels, but then connected to something that was so important. Because if she doesn't, if we don't have that moment, she doesn't have this moment. Right. It works on on every level. This works. So remember, everything, everything, everything is hyperlinked in this show. Jeremy Snyder with the super chat. Many of your names in the chat. Welcome. Yes, thank super you. Chat. And I will, I, I will address the chat as soon as the review is over, guys. Um, I promise we don't ignore the chat. We just we try to get through the review first because it's so like, I can't do both things. I got ADHD. All right. Really cool moment there, and she just, Ugh, yeah, she just smokes her. Yeah. Uh, fascinating though. Notice that. She doesn't disintegrate. You seen this? I'm not, yeah, well, look, look. You know, maybe look. I took for granted. Thought maybe just disintegrated off screen, but it not just becomes a husk or no. It it, it stays in the form of Ensign LaForge. Huh. But now she has like That's red weird. eyes. You figure what you figure it would have just disintegrated or like the like the goo that got disintegrated by uh, Worf. You know. Right. I I think that's because it was goo. And he uh-huh. probably had on like a crazy high setting, I'm assuming. Okay. Um, I don't know, but he shoots her. She so in and chat. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember in TNG when you shot a changeling, it turned back into goo, right? They don't. They don't hold their form the whole time. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I thought. You know. So I, could, I don't know. I, Something's different I here. Gotta, she's holding. She's she's holding her form. 
Oh. All right. Out of respect. Yeah, let's see. Oh, and in that moment too, where where she was like, "How did you know?" And she was like, "Cause she called me seven out of respect." And and you had that yeah. moment with, you had that moment with Shaw where he's like, "All right, mm. I get yeah. it. Cool." He's see, we're seeing his character growth too. Yes, but it's, but it's not character growth where it's putting him down. It's not pushing him down to raise someone else up. Right. Everyone is everyone is being everyone is getting new information and growing because of it at the same time. Yes. All right. Um, and uh, we know whatever they do works. They're going to ride the wave. This is a really cool shot. I'm going to clip through it here. All right. All right. So, yeah. So now he and Jack, you're going through real quick. This is where they're, they're working together. And, uh, yeah, he's re- he's reading off the coordinates. You know, I got I got two boys. I, I would like that, that that just got me. So I I, I got to give that an up. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's I'm no, giving you, too many ups. I think. You, no, 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 it's good. I'm not giving it up. I thought it was cool, but it's not worth an up vote for me yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Then we get this really cool shot of the wave. You know, it's. I mean, their budget was so low. I'm like, I'm. I'm like shocked at how good the graphics are this this season. Yeah. Um, the Forge gun it. I love that. And you notice that Patrick Stewart. He, I'm not not joking. Like I remember, I said like six weeks ago. I feel like he like was given some kind of like uppers because he has more <laughs> energy this season than than the past two seasons. Like way more. Maybe energy. yeah. Maybe he's uh, been doing testosterone therapy or, or something. Or maybe he's just into it. Maybe he actually enjoys it. Yeah, you know, it's like all the all the bands back together again. Right. I mean, dude. I mean, we we've all done like the live stream where we're tired, right? And we're yeah. not rendered. This guy's clearly enjoying himself. Yeah. All right. Now this is now this is super rad. <laughs> Riker. Riker with the with the clutch tractor beam. Oh my god, this part's so awesome. And he just learned this trick from from Vatic. He... Oh, we must have missed it. We also like um uh... Amanda Plummer paid homage to her her father doing the whole spinning around in the chair earlier. Oh yeah, and she was quoting the Bible. Yeah. Um okay, so I'm going to uh I'm gonna get to that exact yeah, she goes, uh chase well fast enough, hunt well enough, open your jaw wide enough. Yes. And yeah. eventually the prey runs right into the mouth. Yeah. Right into the mouth, and she's spinning around in the chair like her dad did in uh, Undiscovered That's Country. Rad. So he learned this trick from Vatic, just yeah. to be clear, I love that. Like this, yeah. didn't, this didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> you see this when they, yeah, when they threw Beverly's ship at uh, right, the Titan but it didn't come out of nowhere. It wasn't like he just all of a sudden learned a new trick. Yeah, like like it, 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 there was a setup. Uh, there, here it is, right here. Look at this. Oh, oh my God! So Boom. <laughs> I can only show you show. My, I can only show so much without getting copyright claims. Right. Oh my God! That was that was that was pimp. That was Just a pimp a, move. Look at that. Yeah, face. look at that. Look, look at that, that face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, why didn't I put that face on the thumbnail, bro? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Like you look how happy he is. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Ed Spleers, dude. He's perfect for this role. Like he's so yeah. great. All right. Um. So the imp, you know the strike is thoroughly disabled. Everything's offline. Nothing's working. It's gonna be a while before they are up to uh, up to speed. And here comes now the fun part. Yeah, 
Oh, we got a super chat from Dustin Cole. In DS9, the changelings turn to dust when they die and turn to goo when they're stunned. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Uh, so that means that these are these are these are slightly different. Um, yeah, the, the people saying that there is no changelings in TNG. Um, well, TNG and DS9 and Voyager and these are all in the same universe, man. So there are changelings, yeah. and it makes sense that Seven, because this was another complaint uh, somebody was trying to make. Um, Seven doesn't know about the changelings. It makes perfect sense because she was in the Delta Quadrant her whole life. And then when she gets back, it's it's years after the Dominion War is over. Yeah, the Dominion War is done. You know. Yeah, but I, so, I am seeing those arguments like Steve Shives, who I invited. He hasn't responded, by the way. But um, he was like, why are there changelings in a TNG show? Well, first off, Steve, it's not a TNG show. It's Picard if you want to play semantics. But I think semantics are stupid because it's all Star Trek universe. It's Star, yeah, exactly. It's Star Trek universe. Yeah. So if, if there's changelings in DS9, then there's changelings in TNG, then there's changelings in Voyager. If there's Herogen in Voyager, there's Herogen in yeah. TNG. There's... This is something I've been saying for years. People want to act like the Marvel Cinematic Universe like was the first you know, you know, know, cinematic universe. No, And I've always argued that, no, I would say it's Star, it's Star Trek. You know, all, all the series tie together, all the movies tie yes. together. So it makes perfect sense. Plus, this is a big like. Do we really want to see people fight the effing Romulans again? No. I like that they took a Wait. canon villain that is a but good villain. Bro, be... bro, how can you say there's no TN changings in TNG? Uh, yeah, but but there's Romulans in DS9. I mean, like, like, come on, these yeah, these races all exist. They're in the same universe. It's one yeah. giant universe, and we're just following different crews. It's that simple. It's not. Yeah, it really I don't is. understand why it, that's a hard concept. People understand much like much like the Herosian, those were uh, you know specific to Voyager, you know, in the Delta Quadrant. Just like you know, I mean, yeah, the, the, I swear, people, the, the people who are still saying that this is crap, they're only doing it because they're making money and they have no integrity. Because unfortunately, they're 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 counting to the money. lowest, they're they're counting to the lowest common denominator. And in 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 just I don't know, man. It feels like people just want to hate to hate sometimes. Yeah, I don't so. I don't really understand it. If, if any and next time anyone ever going on like a Steve Shives uh, uh, stream or whatever, tell him to hit me up on Twitter. Okay, like we we have the same amount of su subscribers over on my main channel. Like we can do mm -hmm. a live stream. I would love to talk to him in person about this. All right. Um, is that the guy Joe pointed out in his video was smiling while he was complaining? Was yes, it that guy? Yeah, because he, <laughs> okay. he seems like a reasonable guy outside of this one thing. But then again, I don't really watch him, so I want to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never heard of him. So. All right. So this is the fun part. I'm going to click this off real quick. So this is when the space babies are born. <laughs> the space squids, whatever. They're super rad. I'm going to find a really good shot of these space squids. And I'm going to go, oh, no, where do they go? No, go back, go back, go back. Oh, let me let me take it off the screen real quick so I don't get copyright claimed. And uh, Thomas R. Hart in the chat, if I said, uh, if I if I said, uh, oh, no, you were, okay. Okay, never mind, sorry. Yeah, Thomas Riker was in uh, deep space nine not in voyager I, I got that wrong but it was still a maquis thing that got him 
I mean, that, he, he, another, yeah, another he way Kira. the universes connect, yeah. bro. The Maquis yeah. are in both DS9 and Voyager. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm, I'm sorry, the same Maquis are in both DS9 yeah. and Voyager. <laughs> yeah. Hello? What a stupid thing to say. All right. All right. This is the best shot I think I have of them. Okay. So check those suckers out. Okay. Look at those little guys, little squid guys, mm-hmm. right? The tentacles. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to show you the, the far point one. Not space whales, Kenneth LaRoque. Space jellyfish. My mom texts me. I was so mad. She texts me this one line. She's like, space jellyfish? Question mark. And I was like, hadn't watched the episode yet because it was like 6.30 my time. And I was like, damn it, mom, this is the second time you've done that. You need to wait they're, to hear from me. Like, they're more like squids or something, right? Like, yeah, you know. All right, so here is the counter encounter at Farpoint. Yeah. Now, they won't be the exact same species. The exact, well, these like, are like the baby similar. ones. But, but yeah. here, I, here, maybe also, how about this? It's like the graphics have been updated because these things look like freaking freeze, Frisbees with, with uh, trails. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with with uh, toilet paper trails, and yeah. these look like actual squids. Like I can see that. Yeah. Oh, and it they, does look more like a squid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the, you can see the rounded shape of the head. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they yeah. get bigger, they look more like that. But like the dude, the feet look or whatever they call the tentacles look exactly the same. So we don't know if they're the same, but uh, you know, Beverly did make the argument that it's it's similar to the encounter at Farpoint. So you know? so this is why could I'm, be the same. This is why I'm saying they're the same. What? Why would Beverly go out of her way? Why would why would the writers go out of the way to to explain that point? Right, and then they show us this twenty minutes later. Yeah. Right, yeah. They, I I, but, I think that the I think they're trying to make that connection. You uh you got a super chat, and I'll read it. But think about this: how clever is it? The final season to connect to the very first episode. Right. No, that's that's beautiful, man. It's bookend. Wild, you know? bro. It's like, right. what do they call that in comedy? They, when you circle back and you close your loop or whatever? Yeah, call back. Uh, yeah. Dustin Call, Rink, Rinker was in Voyager, but he didn't remember because of Q episode, Death Wish. Rinker? Who's Rinker? Riker. He means Riker. Oh, Riker. Oh, yeah, he sna- he? Q snaps, and like we have a little cameo of Riker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He was in the... Yeah, that's right. I remember that. That's cool. All right. Um... God, this ship looks so good. Yeah, the ship does look really great, man. Yeah, the ship looks great. I want to get great. one of those. It's so, it's so, so, this is my problem. Like, I don't want to keep nitpicking. I'm like, some of the complaints are confusing to me. Like, guys, I'm a complainer. I love to complain. <laughs> it's what I is do. Is your supervillain name uh, Complainiac? Bro, it's like <laughs> I have like a couple superpowers. Ready? I'm very apathetic, and I like to complain about things I am not even, don't even care very much about. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. I won't complain about nothing. Like, I won't complain about things that ha- that I won't I won't purposely like deceive the audience to complain. I'm down to complain. Look, I, dude, the, the Discovery seasons one, two, three, and four, Picard season one, two. I complain the whole time. We built the channel the, on it half for the love of God. And a couple of those salty Saturdays we we used to cover uh discovery I've, I've seen your head almost explode so yeah i mean yeah it, it's but i'm not seeing a lot to complain about here we had what we had two downvotes this entire episode so far 
Yeah, so far. And I'm looking at it. I'm going frame by frame. I'm trying to find something to complain about, man. Uh, Kenneth the Rogue. Space Whale oh, showed no. up in Star Wars Rebels. Yes, that is true. I actually... That, yeah. You know, I, I wish they actually... went. Um, I wish Star Trek got got around to like explain the whole Space Whales thing. We didn't get enough of that. Like, what is it called? The Seed or whatever? I forgot that episode. This is a... Uh... This is hard. the realization is heartbreaking. You see, Vatic is not eyes. dead. His uh, Vatic's ship is uh, disabled. All right, so this is the this is the the realization when he realizes that his son was in the bar the entire time he was talking to those cadets. Really clever, and not knowing it, he didn't. He doesn't know it's a son. And right. Jack asks him, what about your family? And he says, Starfleet's the only family I've ever needed. When Ooh, he makes that yeah. con- when he makes that connection, look at that look, man. Look at that, like gut punch, man. Jesus, yeah. dude. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play it to where I get to Picard's look. Yeah. Oh my god, look at his face, dude. Guy's a good actor, man. Yeah, he is. And like he's even sitting, what about a, a, a real family? Yeah. <sighs> God, it's hardcore. I know. Yeah. And he said, Starfleet's the only family I've ever needed. And he didn't he didn't see the significance of that until right this moment. Yeah. Oh God. And yeah, look, he's just laughing and then he looks up and then And he's and gone. Yeah. And he's Jack's gone, gone and he doesn't even think about it. And that's why it took him this whole episode. And look at that that yeah. look right there. And the little swallow. Yeah, and then his look. They, it's kind of like how Picard and Beverly exchanged a look and, and, and nothing had to be said. And he knew that Jack would give man, give this enough. These guys yeah, are acting good enough for off. me too. Yeah. It's too good. Yeah. So the thing about this is like, you got to consider this. Uh, let's say Jack's like 24, right? I understand the actor's yeah. way older, but yeah, but I mean, he, he could pass his 20. Yeah, I don't 24. care. Yeah. Um, so let's say Jack is 24 and. Uh, Picard is 197 or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's super old. Like because 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 Picard didn't know about him, and because Jack was too stubborn to seek him out when he had the chance to. Think about how much time they wasted that they could have spent together. Yeah. How much time does Picard still have left in that android body body of his? So that's uh, well, and the other thing is, um, this was about two years before uh, season one of Picard. Wouldn't it have been this scene in the in the in the in the bar? Yeah, this, this would have been because if that's five years ago, that would be it would have been two this, two years or a year prior to season one. A year prior to season one, right? So who knows? Maybe if he'd have talked to his dad, he wouldn't become an android. I don't know. Yeah. This was good. At first, I, I thought he was just recording the log. And then when we got the reveal that he was actually talking to her, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, after he saw, like, what they went through and uh, the space babies, he has, like, a sort of a, a new outlook on. Um... Yeah. He went through that so fast. I, I love that scene. And I love the line that he uh, that he gave. Um, or it was like, I think she said something like, you haven't you haven't spoken like this in a long time. And I think he was like, you know, I haven't felt like this in a long time it was just even though they're not in person i i mean i'm telling you man everybody's bringing their egg now are we going to see is she only going to be on screen or can you not say i don't want to get you in trouble i don't want the snipers to get i you. mean 
Do you want me to spoil it for you, bro? Because that's what you're asking me to do. You're asking me to spoil no, it for you. You're right. I don't. You're, no, no, no. Never mind. Like I, I can, I can do that. Um, ah. Yeah, the snipers will take me out, but like I can ruin, I can ruin the whole season for you. No, no, please don't. Be- no, before right. I'm murdered by CBS. Yeah. But you know, you don't want that. Can I, can I tell you something? I sort of wish I had not seen it. Oh, really? I wish that I was watching alongside all my friends like you and my friends salty nerd guys my bro yeah like i wish that i had i i could be enjoying it and theorizing along with you like yeah let yeah. me tell you something i can see that uh early access sounds great until until you like something if you <laughs> if you dislike it then early access is great you get your videos out early whatever you know yeah um but getting to see everything so early and not being able to even like enjoy it with my bo- with my buds, it yeah. does sort of suck. Now, if I if I disliked it, I probably I wouldn't care at all. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. and give me the early access so I can get my videos done quickly. But because I'm enjoying it so much, I really wish I can just enjoy it alongside you guys. Because then I can theorize. I can be like, what do you think yeah. about this? Right now, yeah. if I say, what do you think about this? Well, either I'm being disingenuous or I'm spoiling <laughs> it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, act, no, totally. I can't actually theorize. Like I, I was talking to, I think it was Mike or something. He's like, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, "I can't. I can't answer that. I can't even. I can't theorize with you because no matter what I say, right? Either I'm spoiling it or I'm lying. Or you're lying. Yeah. And both yeah. things are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter no, was like, "Um, I think that this person is this. What do you think?" And I'm like, and I can only respond with fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm responding with the Spock gift. Fascinating because yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't want to not respond, but I can't say anything. It sucks, man. Yeah. I'm not, not, yeah, I had early access. Well, That's I great. don't, I don't, I don't know the uh, outcome, Valk. So you know, I think it's genuine. Yes, know? theory crafting is more than half the fun, bro. I built my channel on theory crafting. <laughs> Dude, I got 100,000 subscribers from what? From making videos like uh, Romulans invented the Borg. Right? Or uh, uh, the Priya paradox from the Orville. Like, I, I made theory videos. That's that's what yeah. that's what drove the majority well, you, of my subscribers. And now with 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 my favorite with my favorite season of Star Trek in 25 years, I can't theory craft. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> It sucks. So you didn't think about that. You, you know, really beginning. didn't consider decided. it. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is interesting. Yeah. So, oh, this oh. Is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to upvote the Picard uh, log at the end. Oh, I actually wrote that down. This is the first time in Star Trek canon we've ever heard an Admiral's log. Oh, so really? Are yes. You, are yes. you upvoting this? Yes. Yes. That's yes. rad. Yeah. That's rad. All right, so uh, the little end cap here is where Jack is stressing out, and uh, there's a par- there's a parallel here I can't really talk about, but like it's a really cool the way he is seeing these vines and the red door and the smoke. The red door, yeah, we got a lot more of a look at it this episode. Um, and like is, the, the I voice guess, I mean, it's see, like, find me or whatever, right? <sighs> I want to ask you questions, but like it's I want to they're kind of retook because I don't really want you to answer them. But like I have all this does, I have so many questions now. Like, you know, like what is he? 
is he infected with something? Is he, is he like just hallucinating? Did like, did uh, Beverly have to do some kind of experimental drugs when he was born to keep him alive? Cause she was older than dirt when she had him. I, I don't know. I don't know, but like something like something's going on here. And obviously because the, the, uh, Glenn, the Glenn, or, Glenn, that's a really good comparison, by the way, the founders. What's that? Glenn's comparison in the chat. This scene mirrors Picard's yes from first contact. Yeah. It really kind of does, yeah. So like, like yeah. With, the, with all the um, <gasps> red vines, red door, the the smoke. He knocked Beverly up after he was Locutus. Maybe he still had some nanites in the in his in his <laughs> semen or something. I'm not theorizing with you, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I, respond. I know, I'm, I'm gonna respond. <laughs> I'm gonna respond like I do on Twitter. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating. Um. I guess he did technically knock her up after that. Yeah. We 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 figured out when they got together, right? It was after. Uh, it was after Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. So they they were feeling Randy. That's why. So not only were they were they like twenty years younger biologically, right? Because of like mm-hmm. the atmosphere, or whatever. And Nemesis. That's a cool setup. Yeah. And that's it, folks. That's all she wrote. All right, what's the final score here? Ten and a half. Uh, not quite. Uh, not quite. Didn't didn't beat last week's, but I got damn close. Yeah. Well, you know, Shane might have voted differently than me for sure. You know. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so the official podcast score is a ten and a half. Uh, this episode, even though it got less upvotes, um, I gotta say it was my favorite episode to date but then it's my again, favorite episode so far every too, episode has so. been my favorite episode to date so i don't know what to tell you okay so you know what google sucks ai is the future so i was questioning myself because somebody said no this wasn't the first admiral's log um uh, apparently chain of command part two admiral jellico keeps an admiral's log chat gpt is awesome man my god it gives every instance that's been on tv admiral ross gave gave a so I was I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay. And I'm man enough to admit it. I mean, either way, I gave an upvote for just hearing his log. Yeah. Okay. Let me just text my wife real quick. Huh. Matt texted me. He's like, bro, that's not me. It's some dude. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so that's it, guys. That's it for the review. 10.5. Let us know what you guys thought about uh the episode in the comment section below. On your way there, please hit the subscribe button. And all the little buttons that let us know that you care. And we're going to move on. We're going to be moving on. Moving on. right along. I'm missing syllables when I speak. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, oh, let's look at the chat real quick. Oh, overall, man, that, that, that episode is just killer. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Like, so there, there was so much action, so much heart, so much. For me, Shaw's obviously the standout. Just absolute rock and roll oh yeah we, i gotta yeah really it was heartbreaking when i was watching your thing with terry where he's like he doesn't even work for them anymore he's like i got no I, you know i'd love to do it but yeah, i know nothing i don't work know, for star so. trek yeah that was that was heartbreaking yeah all right that trek reviewer asked uh do not ask danny about dr crusher well oh don't I need to delete that. Who? Oh, I, I need to delete. I need to clip some video out of a live stream that I did, where I was very um, 
I'd, I'd been this is why I'm just never going to smoke on, on, on streams again. I was a little, I was a little, you know, uh, medicated and I got very vulgar about the things I would do to her. Cause I think she's a gilf and I just, uh, didn't know when to, to stop. So. I mean, she is hot. Um, yeah. so whoever but, said that, but I'm not getting stream. canceled for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I cried. Uh, this is from King Valis Felix. I cried when Picard said forward after thruster engage. Yeah. It felt good. It did. It felt good. Engage. Dude. Felt really good, and it felt better than when he said it in season one. Season one. On I, the didn't, I didn't buy yeah. it in season one when he's like, yeah. "Engage." You're like, yeah. what the <laughs> "Was that, bro?" That was pretty good. Uh, tears of joy. Yep. Let's see. <laughs> this guy. I like the podcast so far, but who the hell is Brian in this guy? I don't. know. <laughs> Thanks for being here, bro. <laughs> uh. Um. I guess I, I guess we're not even if we even though we have like a ton of subs on our main channel, I guess we're not well known quantities. I suppose, huh? Sela hmm. uh, is Sela is not Tasha Yar. Yeah, I know it's not Tasha Yar, but it looks the same and acts the same, and I hate the character. Um, either way, I don't like Tasha Yar's character. I don't like Sela's character. And I gotta be honest, uh, the rape gangs too much. <laughs> right. Too far, guys. I don't that understand. was a little. That were was you, surprising. You know, were you trying to make this character like storyline, like a badass or something? It did, didn't work. It was very odd. Yeah. Very odd. Yeah, Tasha Yar escaped the rape gangs. You're like, what the? F-? You know, I was like 12 years old. I'm like, what's a rape gang, Dad? Yeah, that was uh, very odd. Yeah. Unlike Crusher, they went and killed Yar. So enter curious, curiously suspicious plot device. Yeah. Yeah, well, Crusher's a whole other thing. Like, I mean, I can argue I, I dislike Crusher's character from the beginning, but I especially hate the fact that some, like, traveling space pedophile waits for him to get of age, which is, like, 14, and then swoops in and takes him on an adventure, and no one bats an eye. And when you say it like that, that is really creepy. Wow. Consider it for a minute. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Wesley. Would you like to go on an adventure? You're like, what? <laughs> You're like, why are you letting, letting him go with this weirdo? Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. it's just bad. And he has control of space and time, yet he goes, I've been waiting for you, Wesley. You've been waiting for what? You have control of space and time, bud. That whole character yeah. sucked. I think the yeah. actor actually ended up like that was his last role too. He ended up being like a lawyer or something. Oh wow. Um, let's see. I never saw Pet Cemetery. I should probably watch that. Maybe it appeared in the Nexus because it, it was already a real picture. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, okay, that is a good point. That's a good point. Where is Terry to explain the painting? Oh man, it's it, it's uh, I I can, I can barely get ter- Terry to text me back, bro. Um, mm. let's see. Oh, this guy asked the same question. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know where I came from. Uh, I guess I'm not seeing this guy, uh, which West is West Philadelphia, good. born and raised. Let's see. Uh. 
It was out of character. Explain that. Are you talking about Riker? Are you talking about Riker? Okay. I don't agree with you there, boss. I just don't. I'm sorry. Apparently, the Vulcan lady is playing China in the Young Rock show, Danny. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I hate that I missed that because I don't think Vader's here still, but that's cool. All yeah. right. That character, uh, that actor is actually special. I'll explain at the end of the season. Yeah. Hey, you got a, uh, a super chat. I see that. I'm going to get to it. Okay. I don't get the hating of the Easter eggs. I effing love them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't get it either. What's the problem? Why are you complaining about Easter And then they're just in the background. They're not like plot yeah, devices like, or dude, anything like we're that. we're Trekkies. Like, give us... you, you like, so Well, I'm a order, Trekker. You're in a order, Trekkie. In order okay. for us to really love it, there's got to be some kind of puzzle. Okay? Um. Yeah, they gave Odo a great nod. You're right. They did. Yeah, bet, bet you ten bucks that if if that actor was still alive, he'd be in this series. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Herojin created their holodecks with a separate power source. There. I just hope, like, I don't, you know, I know you can't say anything, and, and don't, don't even say fascinating. But I kind of would love to see, you know, Kira. You know, I think that'd be cool. I don't, I don't know, know how. Who's Kira? Um, from Deep Space Nine. Oh, I hate that character so much. Colonel Kara or Tom Paris, my favorite character in Voyager. Yeah, mine too. Um, he also has the same taste as me, like really angry brown women. <laughs> Why are you describing my fiance? Because I'm describing my wife, dude. Oh. Um <laughs> angry brain angry hot brown chicks. Yeah. Uh let's see what else. But the bard scene is monument because it allows Picard to recognize Jack as the same guy who asked him about the family in the same setting. It's not quite the punch without it. Yeah, it's true. That's true, man. Holy cow, man. I didn't realize we had uh, about 130 people in here. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm just going, I'm trying, I'm trying to get the good, the good chats almost done to the end here, guys. Uh, don't you pay attention to your chat? I do now. <laughs> uh, perfect. He's actually Wesley's half brother. Oh no! Yeah, she ejected it. It was super quick and said something about Daystrom as it flew by the camera. That's rad. Yeah, it did. It had a little uh, when they when talking about the portal weapon when they ejected it. Borrowed the yeah. shuttle to get laid. Take a point off. <laughs> oh man. I actually would have given that an up. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He's, his son's like, so you were basically trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you finish that up, if you don't mind, I'm going to Oh, why it. take the, the transporter chief? Because you might get a DNA check of, of Jackie boy and realizing, oh, interesting. Oh. Oh, so people were like, why didn't they do a DNA check when he got there? Maybe that's why they took the transporter chief. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple reasons why you would. She said about three days prior. So. Hey, you want to go to the bathroom? I'm going to finish these chats. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Thanks. It is. Uh, the show is mostly competent. It looks gorgeous. It feels like a Trek movies. But yeah, the bar is really low. I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I'm the first one to tell you I, I didn't like. I've said a million times I didn't like uh, seasons one and two. Um, I was super disappointed by season two because I was sitting there theorizing the whole time, hoping 
that we would get to like a conclusion that was reasonable and it just never came, dude. All right, how old is a Mariner in Lower Decks? I think it's, she's in her 20s. I don't know. I don't really follow the... like. I, I like Lower Decks, but I'm, I'm not... I'm not deep in the lore of the animated stuff. I thought Shaw was a child when 359 happened. He doesn't look old enough. No. It happened uh, when he was 20. He was probably just entering Starfleet, which means he's probably in his 40s. Yeah, or mid-50s. That makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Sean, thank you for doing the math. So, 32 years ago, Shaw's been... Yeah, mid-50s. Yeah, that adds up. Shaw was in service during that battle. How do you go from from cadet to captain in five minutes? Um, I don't know. What are you talking about? No, no, it was thirty two years ago. He was a he was a cadet thirty two years ago. Yeah, yeah. All right, rapid fire, back and forth, blah blah. blah. Okay, boom, boom. I'm gonna find only the best super chats. You're only paranoid, paranoid until the universe is actually out to get you. That's a cool. That's a cool line. So my math was wrong. It was 32. Not yeah, about yeah. It's whatever. It's still okay. put some put some 52, 53 years old. Adds up. Yeah. He's he's a he's a daddy, right? That's what they call him. He's a daddy. Yeah. All right, Jeremy Snyder. Many new names in the chat. Well, yeah, I already saw that. Man, I'm really far behind on chat. Sorry, guys. I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, it's hard with this many people in here. And, uh, I'm burning. No, no I'm chat burning. Manager. Uh, between, between seasons two and three, Picard's getting laid. That'll make a man feel younger. <laughs> we saw yeah, so the Laris thing, we got in episode one, because I haven't got to talk to you really at all. It's our first time. Oh, Laris uh, is also super hot, Granny. She is. and But like... I was kind of getting vibes that they were a couple. Am I well, wrong? They were, they were, they were like, banging, right? They were. I, I banging, think. I think right? they're just. I think they're banging. Okay. I think they're okay. banging, and he's like, she's gonna go, and because he likes her, she's. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go with you and start a new chapter where I can write my memoirs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just they didn't explicitly say one way or the other. I was just getting vibes like, okay, they've at least yeah, been, you know, friends with benefits if, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean they they clearly are, you know, they obviously love each other as as friends, and now they're banging. Yeah, and that's why when when he's like send this painting to Jordy at the Fleet Museum, hyperlink. Yeah, uh, she goes, don't you dare. No, no, don't you. Yeah. Dare. <laughs> um, Steve is. Very much into story over anything. If canon gets in the way of a good story, he wants to throw away the canon to tell a good story. Eh, well, that that means it's not a good story, though. It's not a good story if you have to kill canon to tell a good story. In my opinion. Be me out of here, right? I have to disagree with a bit of this of that assessment of those not liking this. Yes, you're true, but for some, I believe it's because they've been used to bad Star Trek for so long. Sure. I get it, dude. Like, I mean, it's I also re- possible I, because I saw it early. I'm, I'm, I'm faster to accept it because I already know it's good. Yeah. And, and now I'm just asking you to trust me. And maybe all my friends are trusting me because they know me, but you guys just met me. I get that. Yeah. I mean, we spent all last season, you and I reviewed them all together with the Salty Nerds. I'm pretty sure we did every episode. And we were all so hopeful at the end of episode two. Yeah. And then, and then we got, uh, 
Borg Jordy whatever lady at the end. It was stupid, man. It just terrible. she was so hot in that red dress, though. And I was never, I was not gonna it's watch Jaborgi, Jaborgi, Jaborgi. She was eating car battery. She was eating car battery. Yeah. So they do this line where they go, "The queen needs lithium to make uh, nanites," and so like she makes a point of like eating a cell phone battery or whatever, and then, like the next scene, she's eating Which a car works. battery. Which and you're like, not have lithium. That's a completely different kind of battery. Yeah. That's like, that's a lead acid battery. It's not remotely the same thing. It's, it's, it's like, so no, bad. no one can even Google search what a lithium battery was. It, it, it made no sense. Yeah. It was, it was terrible. And if it weren't for you and the trust that you've built up with me over the last year of, of uh, getting to know each other and you, the way you talk about Star Trek, I was not, I had no plans on watching this. Uh, season you yeah. know i was gonna wait and now i'm glad i listened to you because i'm loving it oh if they are the same that's this means that the enterprise rescuing these creatures in the pilot of tng saved them in this episode full circle oh wow oh, you're right oh i just my mind was just like my mind is breaking right now See now, now uh, I feel like uh, that's something you could write a theorization thing or, or yeah. video or something because uh, you know. Yeah, that that, that that's that's theory. awesome. That's a that's a great theory. Who who said that? Uh, Archmage. Archmage. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, okay, what else here? I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting all the super chats, my friend. All the all the regular chats too. Terry is great at addressing things that he knows people will point out if he doesn't. At least so far, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, like, we've actually spoken to Terry. We, we've, like, nerded out with him and been like, what about this and what about that what about this? And we've, like, nitpicked him to death. The guy is, um, he's way more knowledgeable than I am. And Shane. He's, he's, he knows Star Trek. Like, like, it's like, 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 he, like, like, Bible school, and it's a Bible. Like, I don't know what to tell you. The guy, like, he knows his craft very well. Yeah, well, you know more about him than I do, but he's got a background in like working with yeah. Trek since he's he was still, very young. His right? first job was in um, Voyager. Uh, his first job in Hollywood was working on Voyager, and then mm -hmm. his first uh, uh, big gig was working on Enterprise. Yeah, so he even had a a scene like he did. They had him. Yeah, know. yeah, he's in. He's in the show. Yes, Valk. I got. I got uh, me, us. Uh, me, my brother, and Robert Meyer Burnett. Uh, got the all 10 screeners like six months ago before anyone else did. Uh, we we all need a connection. You mean like the great link? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. He did say that. Is, is it going, is it going like Star Trek online with the Iconians? Oh God, I hope not. Or I'm sorry. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, STO brought the Herosian in the Alpha Quadrant years ago. That's true. That's true. Look, I got my Star Trek online players up in here. Sweet, man. Not enough of us. I'll tell you that right now. Oh my God, this chat is moving. If I was Metallus, I'd pull an Orient, Orient Express and go, hey, it's all the baddies. <laughs> Could that be the voice? Be that of Cisco reaching out to Jack? Cisco, huh? No, no. 
Fascinating. There's no way. Hashtag green grannies. <laughs> Captain Stashwick is the Japanese call the loud American to tell the bosses they're idiots because no one else will. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I like the I like those kind of characters though, like the, the, the scoundrel type, the the, the the scoundrel, you know, the scoundrel of the heart, the Han Solo, you know, the lovable rogue. Yeah. I like the lovable rogue characters. That's my favorite kind of character. Unlike Disco, the writers really knew how to connect the conflict and the drama for a better dramatic payoff within the story. It gave me the feels. Thank you for the $5. Good tea, nice. And I completely agree with you. Uh, Foxhound for two, two, two bucks. Picard swearing didn't di- don't dig it really out of place. Yes, I agree. No, yeah, we gave that a down. That was that yeah, really that was, that was a down. me. That was also an ad lib. That was also an ad lib. Andre Benson, when Shaw was being an a-hole toward Picard in seven in episode one, something told me he was at Wolf three five nine, like Cisco was in episode one of DS nine. Excellent episode. Yes, yeah. Kira was on lower decks, huh? Ugh, I hate that character. Yeah, so was uh, so was uh, the Ferengi Quark. Uh, yeah, and I like Quark. I, like I hate Kira. Like, I literally despise that character. So Jack is the half brother of a traveler and the son of a Borg. That's some DNA com- combination. <laughs> well, the traveler part doesn't have anything to do with it. Uh, easy. All the other people are dead. And if you are Chris Hemsworth, he was captain for five minutes. Well, they were trying to bring him back in Star Trek four. They were going to try to bring Chris Hemsworth back as Kirk's dad. Yeah. That's what happens when you, when you get a You get a job when you are like, when you're a D list celebrity and then over a period of like 10 years, you blow up to become an A list celebrity. Now everyone wants to resurrect your past characters. Right. I'm just waiting for the next uh, 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 Cabin in the Woods with Chris Hemsworth. Green Granny's all day. All day. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Plinkett. All right. I'm almost at the end, I think. Iconography. True that. True that. Bill Barkley. I tend to agree with you, sir. I mean, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, it would be really nice if, um, like I said, I, dude, I think the last two episodes of this should be straight up in the theaters. It's worthy. Uh, DS9 writers did a video for that doc in which Kira would become, would be basically a real baddie. Oh, really? Yeah, see, that, that fit her character better. So when she, was, when she was with the good guys, she was just sort of a whiny, just whiny, irritating, like make her a bad guy, and I believe it. In fact, the best version of Kira was when she was the mirror mirror universe version of Kira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand the hot. attraction people have that for Gates McFadden. I know it's me, but not my hype. Maybe it's her eyes. I don't know, man. I I grew I grew up with um with yeah, Gates McFadden. Yeah, she's one Mc, of my first crushes. Gates, yeah. Gates McFadden doing uh stretching in front of a full-length mirror, bro. Like, you understand like I uh I think I literally I think that's when I hit puberty when when that scene came on tv behave yourself yeah what do you want do you want from me boy <laughs> gets mcfadden gorgeous anyways okay also i like i like red i like red-haired uh i like ginger oh yeah 
Fingers yeah. are hot. All right, man. Uh, that's it for the chat regarding Picard. We're going to move on to the next topic now. Let me just pull it up real quick. Which one is it? All right, we're going to talk about uh, the Kirk thing. Oh, okay. And the Shazam thing. No, no. We're going to shave, save the Shazam thing for um, for the member section because some of it's a little bit spartery, I guess. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Beast and uh, Mr. Beast's chocolate balls and uh, <laughs> the extreme lack of Captain Kirk. All right. Let me pull this out real quick. Which one are we doing first? Chocolate? Let me get my chat. We're going to do the Perk Kirk one next. Kirk, okay. And we do the chocolate balls. Okay, guys. Remember, if you guys like this review, uh, every Thursday around this time, every week, we're going to shave the Shazam thing. Uh, phrasing. You guys you guys watch Archer? It's great. <laughs> phrasing. Phrasing. All right, here we go. We're talking about Paramount, a.k.a. Star Trek, and their extreme disrespect for the original captain of the Enterprise, William Shatner's Captain Kirk, once again, for for I think it's the third year, at the very least, it's the second year in a row, omitted from the Paramount captain's lineup yeah what's going on here man i don't get it um i said you and um robert meyer burnett were talking about this on twitter i think you both hit the nail on the head somebody there just hates shatner i don't even think it's kirk i think it's just i think they just don't like shatner you know let me ask you a question yeah these are these aren't all captains you have captain archer picard michael burnham pike Janeway, Cisco. Cisco. So who do you have on there that's not Captain? You have Spock, Ahura. Mm-hmm. Seven. That guy from Prodigy. Seven. And Mar- Mar- Mariner from Lower Decks, right? Yeah. So I guess... I, is, is it, I think you, uh, need, you need... You need... Yeah, uh, you need to represent all the shows. So I get why they have Mariner on there. She's sort of the main character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I get why they why they have purple guy, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Why do they have seven on there? Like Voyager's already. They could have bookended it with captains. You'd have Archer on one side, Kirk on the other. Like that would have been. I mean, no offense to seven of nine. No, but... I, mean, I love seven of nine, but like you already have Voyager is represented clearly. Yeah. You you don't require uh, Voyager. I understand why you why you why you list Spock. I don't understand why you need to list Ahura there. Like that's Uhura, not yeah, that, yeah, that's think, another one. I think Spock is out. a legend. It's like okay, it's like if you could you can ditch Seven and you can ditch Ahura and you can fit Kirk in there somewhere. The original, right? The guy yeah. who started it all. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, let's read some of these. <laughs> let's read some of these replies. Uh, this is from Undoomed. Um, Undoom has some hot takes, but we're friendly. So, uh, if he says something like that's really crazy, like don't just just because I'm I, I'm friends with the guy doesn't mean I necessarily agree with everything he says. So, mm-hmm. uh, Paramount is 
like a junkie who is just incapable of not disappointing you and will always destroy any and all goodwill they may have accumulated. It'll also probably try to murder you in your sleep. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, dude. It's like everyone's loving Picard season three. And like, oh, you know what? Let's put out the new uh, captain's lineup. Oh. So what? William Shatner hates Star Trek and the fans. He's made that abundantly clear over the years. No, he what, hasn't. What is this person smoking? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I've been to what? I think I've been to... Maybe nine of, of the of the Star Trek conventions in Vegas, or eight, or whatever. Mm-hmm. William Shatner's there every year. What do you mean he Dude, hates he's, the fans? He's 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 great with the fans. My son is in one of his uh, uh, documentaries. I think it's the the I think it's the one called Captains. I mean, why and, why would he say that he hates Star Trek and the fans when he shows up to the conventions to hang out with fans? I guess he's getting probably getting paid, but if he hated Star Trek and the fans, he wouldn't be there. The guy doesn't need the money, right? Right. That makes no sense. Not true. Do some research. And also admits literally, and this this is what drives me nuts. Oz Millis. This is such a stupid gaslight. Or, I'm sorry, a straw man. And also admits literally hundreds of other characters, many of whom are captains. What's your point? This is a non-story. No. Uh, Kirk no. is the first. He's the know. first. He's the first. Of the Enterprise, he's what he's what started Star Trek. I'm sorry, listing listing um, a, a random captain that you might have you may have ran into in one of the shows is not the same as the title character of the title ship of the title show the characters in. Not the same thing. It's just not. It's not the same thing. Bottom line, I'm sorry, you're not gonna put Captain Sulu on there either. He was he was a captain for all about five minutes. No, <laughs> Captain Kirk needs to be on the damn advertisement for the love of God. I don't understand why. I, and, and, and the, why even make it? Why make it and include all these characters but leave off the original? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, he's not one. Right. This is much to do about nothing. This is a broad selection of various characters from the franchise. ENT DS9 only got one character while TOS got two. No. No, you're wrong, Rex. Um, every show is represented in this in this uh, celebration here, right? Every show. But the main character of the original show is left off. Yeah. So every show is represented. I get it. Well, you got to have Purple Guy because of Prodigy. You got to have Mariner because of Lower Decks. Fine. You don't need two Voyagers. And frankly, you don't need two TOSs. But, but it makes sense if you have Kirk and Spock. Kirk and Spock. The yeah. originals. Yeah. So why don't you just re- remove the two? A couple more, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop getting my blood pressure up. This is like so. An- reading the reading the ch- reading the the comments or the chat or whatever it's called, the tweets are even more frustrating. I would have, I would have. Uh, I also have added. Uh, I would have also added McCoy, Scotty, Sulu, and Chekhov instead of cartoon characters. I mean, that's. <laughs> Look, I know that there's fans of Lower Decks out there in Prodigy, and I'm not knocking that. I actually like Lower Decks. I think it's funny. But I, I'm going to go on record 
for the fifth time in saying, I don't believe that they need to be in the same importance as the live action. Like they can exist and be awesome on their own. Like I, I, I do not look at lower decks and say that's canon. They have some crazy stuff on lower decks. There's no way that can be canon. That wouldn't make any sense. It would just it would throw all kinds of wrenches and all kinds of machines. But then again, but so aren't, did, aren't they aren't they saying it's canon though? Yeah, they are. But so does I mean, yeah. so does Discovery. Discovery throws all kinds of wrenches in the machine. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I I sort of agree with them. Like I like them, but why cartoon characters over actual actors? Where's Kirk? Great question. All right. Uh, seeing not seeing the problem. Spock was always the most popular character from that series. Right. What are you talking about, dude? Where's Captain Saru? Well, Captain Saru is not the main character of Discovery. That was your mistake. You should have made the captain the main character. No, you made Burnham the main character. So there's Burnham. I see her. Yeah. All right. All right. So enough of this. My blood pressure's getting up. There's so many, so many people with really bad takes. That yeah. don't understand like common sense. Look, you don't. Oh, Data's not there. Worf's not there. Data and Worf are not on the same level as Captain Kirk. What are you talking? I love the characters, but they're not the same. They're not the same. It's Captain King Kirk. Like, like it's like it's like trying to make a. Uh... Oh man, I don't even want to make that comparison. It's just he he should be on everything. Like where there's an where you know what I mean? Like you can't you, there's no Star Trek without Captain Kirk. There's no Star Trek. Without, yeah, there's no Star Trek without Captain Kirk. Cuz you know they tried it with the uh, Pike and you know what? He was an uncharismatic bore. Then they, they got William Shatner and, and yeah. Kirk uh, knocks well, it out. To of be park. fair, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, their chemistry, or I guess their their actual adversarial chemistry, is what made that show so great. They were playing friends when they, for a long time, they didn't like each other, and you can you can see the tension. And there and there was a lot of tension in that show, and it worked. Like it worked. All right. Yeah. It it is uh, Anthony Mark. It is petty of uh, Paramount. Uh, Kirk should have been on it. You know. I mean, you could like replace seven. You could have replaced, you know, I would have replaced seven personally. I get why Yahura's on there because, but not really. I mean, yeah. why not? Well, wait, yeah, but the, the the guy had a good point. Ozzy, whatever his name was, like, yeah, that why, she had recently why the cartoon passed. characters. Oh yeah, the yeah. I mean that. This is, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't. I like them. I like. I like the shows, but like. Why do the cartoon characters need to be on the need to be on the poster? Why not? Why not live action? So Ohura, I guess she was, she passed away and she was a legend. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you got two slots there that you don't need. You can replace them. How about the the very first gay character, Sulu? Put Sulu and Spock on there. Boom. Call it a day. And you you hit all your check boxes. Right. I mean. I'm just saying, like well, that. That's the... that's a that's only the Sulu in the Abrams verse is uh, gay because uh, George Takei came out and said he didn't like that they did that and he played the character straight. He didn't think they needed to. I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I'm not. Know. I'm not giving anyone any ideas here. All I'm saying is like if you're trying to check boxes or whatever, like there's there's your there's your boxes you can check, and you yeah. can and you can represent, you know, the actual universe. But 
you know, whatever. All right. I'm so done with this story now. I'm like, I'm like hyper annoyed. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking about it now. Hit the comment section on the way there. Hit the subscribe button. Let us know what you guys think about Kirk. Should he be on the poster or should he just be erased from existence? Great question. <laughs> Great question. It's, I mean, he should be on the poster. I mean, He's been on the damn poster. Yeah. No brainer. Yeah. Hello. All right. All right. Let's talk about uh, Mr. Beast. You ready? I am. I, cause uh, I didn't know about this until you, you showed me the thumbnail. So I, uh, I, I got the, uh, the four, uh, Forbes or fortune magazine article. What is this? And, um, fortune and uh i don't know what the problem is i think the dude's a genius <laughs> so i want to hear your take on it all right so it's actually uh it's really freaking funny all right <laughs> yeah. um what happened was mr beast has a line of uh chocolate bars they're called um feastables and he sells them in walmart's Mr. Beast, if you don't know who he is, I'm surprised. Uh, he's the like the biggest uh, YouTuber of all time. So he sells these Feastables in Walmart. And they're basically just candy bars, right? So he tweeted recently. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I don't know what he was trying to do here. I need your help. <laughs> I need your help. I need your help. <laughs> Next time you see Feastables in Walmart and soon to be new retailers, if you can clean up the presentation and make it look better, that would make me very happy. Pleading face. I'm building a team to do this routinely. Just need help in the short term. Mr. Beast. Heart emoji. Don't forget about the heart emoji. And the heart emoji. <laughs> Did you think this was a good idea? Did you really think it'd be a good idea? Okay, how many it, how many followers? A, he's a genius, man. He's a genius. He he sent that out to 18 million people. Yeah. 18 million people to go to Walmart and to fix his displays. Take yeah, you know, take before and after pictures. Add him. Enters you into a $5,000 contest. And he's going to give $100,000 to charity. And he's gotten so much publicity and exposure. Like, I know you said if you don't know who Mr. Beast is and what's wrong with you. I had no idea who he was. I didn't know who the fuck Logan Paul – or sorry. Get I didn't know who here. Logan Paul was Get out until – No, I'm serious. I didn't know who Logan Paul was until he showed up in uh, WWE. <laughs> so here's the so, problem. So... Here's the problem, dude. People aren't just cleaning up the shelves, okay? Because that's not how the internet works. The internet is full of scum and villainy. And that's yes. how the internet works. They're messing up the off. shelves and then cleaning yeah. them up to take their before and after pictures and then and then saying, thank you, Mr. Beast, and begging for money. Oh, wow. All right, here. Yeah. Here, here's some... Here's some uh, but he's getting all this free publicity. I mean, here, think I, about I, it. I, ch I cherry-picked some really awesome tweets, uh, some, some of my favorites. Here's one. Mr. Beast, I just ruined what he fixed. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know wait, what wait. Kind of candy bars worth three dollars my god inflation's out of control wait it gets better wait it gets better these get these get better and better this is, 
What a great! But this, this whole following this whole thread has been just been the highlight of my week. <laughs> Mr. Beast, I will continue destroying your chocolate displays until you pay me a hundred thousand dollars. And he's just going from Walmart to Walmart and ruining the display. What a douche! Look, no, this guy's a douchebag. Don't get me wrong, but what did you expect? What do you expect? I don't think happen? he actually cares. I think he's. Uh, this is why I guess he was such a successful YouTuber and so you know an influencer because he knows how to like. There's no such thing as bad publicity. He doesn't care. It's not. They're not. He it's he doesn't own Walmart. It's not giving him more work to do. It's not aggravating him when somebody comes in and trashes up the display. You know that hurts the retailer. It hurts the retailer. Um, so this and, this is what this is what this 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 last one is my favorite. All right. Mr. Beast, I caught this man after his shoulder brushed a feasible display, and one of your chocolates fell to the ground. He is pleading for mercy, but I do not believe he is truly sorry. How should I deal with him, sir? <laughs> oh my god. So just just like honestly just go to this look at this guy. Oh, I saw that one. Going to this yeah. going to uh this main thread and just scrolling through this. A lot of these are people cleaning it up and simping for Mr. Beast. Okay, go for it. Yeah. One guy cleaned it up and then sent his wrote his his debit card information in the tweet. What? And asked for money from Mr. Beast. Oh wow. I can't I can't show I can't show it here, something. but you can literally just go find it right now. That's crazy. Um, well, I'm sure the had to have taken it down by now. That's just that's just ridiculous. Um, so most so a lot of these people were just like being nice and being no problem, boss. I got you. Um, but a, but another very very um, large portion of these people are are just damaging it and messing with the retailers and like people fighting over who's going to clean it up. And it's it's sort of nuts, man. So like, one guy will clean it up, the other guy will go mess it up so he can clean it up, and they're just like damaging it and throwing the chocolate over the place, pushing the Hershey, yeah. the other chocolates back. And it's 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 not a good look. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Man. This motherfucker in the yeah. mystery. Oh god, he's cursing so much. I'm sorry. Your beast bar. You ever had a Mr. Beast bar? Usually that's me. He's they're harassing other customers, dude. Like. It's 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 not funny, but it's also funny. You know what I mean? Like it's not funny, I but mean, it's funny. I what I think is funny is like the so the article that I read, people are trying to uh, politicize it. You know? Um, oh yeah, they're trying to politicize it because because okay, so the timing is unfortunate for Mr. Beast because the whole. Um, <laughs> the, the the her she campaign have you seen them yeah seen? yeah talk about bad timing yeah so he he puts this out there after right after uh hershey starts their women's month or whatever and they go her she mm-hmm. and to make it worse it wasn't just like the her or she on the candy bar, but also um, they picked a trans woman as their spokesperson. 
And so a lot of people are stressing out about it, right? Mm -hmm. I, I do have an opinion about that. Like, maybe you shouldn't stress about something that has nothing to do with you. But right. I, I can get I can get how maybe you should, you know, you know, I'm not even going to talk about it. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop talking and I don't want to get in trouble. But I'll tell you this. It's bad timing because like the day later is when he has him doing this. And they're going and they're pushing all the Hershey's bars, which are right next to him, throwing them out of the way. It looks yeah. like Mr. Beast is raging against Hershey. Right. <laughs> I can, I mean, yeah, but I think he, I don't know. I think, I think this was genius. I, I, I think it's, uh, you know, he's tricking a bunch of people basically into doing free work when he is a, a, a multi-millionaire, as I understand. And if he really wanted, if he really cared, he, he could pay somebody to go around. I think this was just a brilliant publicity stunt by somebody who knows how to leverage his followers. I mean, is it brilliant though? Because it happened the day after the whole Hershey thing. Controversy creates cash, my friend. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I see your point. I see your point. I guess there's no way for him to get in trouble for this, right? Yeah. He's not going to lose any fans over this whatsoever. I mean, he might piss off a few snowflakes, you know, but like, I mean, but he's not losing fans in Walmart. It's probably not going to pull out of his deal with them. Right. Yeah. I don't think so. If anything, it's, you know, I mean, like any publicity, bad publicity, what I, you know, the saying I'm trying to say, yeah. there's no, there's no all, such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. You know? yeah. All publicity is good publicity. I get it. Yeah. There you go. Um, I don't know about in, in this, in this day and age, I don't believe that's the case anymore, dude. Yeah, maybe I'm just old, you know. I mean, dear God, last first time I met you, my mustache was brown, you know. I mean, you know, the timing white. though is like I get maybe, maybe right. Maybe it's maybe he's just maybe Mr. Beast is a genius, and he saw an opportunity to break the internet for the for a day well, because the Hershey day, thing and the he cheated that. thing. It's been a week now. It's been he a week. You're right. Out. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow's a week, you know. He also sells his uh, cheeseburgers for like $12, this bastard. My kids keep asking me for Mr. Beast cheeseburgers. I'm like, I'm not spending $12 on a cheeseburger. It's not going to do it. All right, that's enough about Mr. Beast. Uh, I just, I found this whole thread fascinating. If you guys want to go to his Twitter, I'll put the link in the description. Um, Literally, you can just scroll for like three hours straight. You just go down this rabbit hole, you know. And every every yeah. like fourth thing is like an hilarious, uh, some hilarious troll. Um, it's really really quite a fun. But a lot a lot of these okay in the article I read a lot of these that people have problems with like one I'm looking at now, this is clearly um, a little girl, like uh, you know. So they were trying to play the whole like child labor thing, <laughs> right? But right. they're volunteer. Yeah, this this this. Girl yeah, the parent, be, the like, parents are well. taking him there because they watch their YouTube channel because Mr. Beast is like kid friendly. Is he? Okay. Yeah, See, my, my kids yeah. can watch Mr. Beast. I have no problem with it. There's not mm. there's nothing adult about his content whatsoever, dude. Like, you know what the guy does? I mean, to be fair, like I, I've been giving him I've been giving him shit this whole this whole video, but I tell you this. Um, people were mad that he was like curing blindness, blindness. Literally, like yeah. spending his fortune. To help people see again, and people are getting mad at him. I'm sorry. What, what are you mad, mad about? That? Yeah. Oh, he 
he's just showing how the system's broken and you know they don't they shouldn't be blowing in the first place. Well then why are you mad at him? He's spending his money to go out of his way to help people that could not get it on their own get treatment to cure their blindness. He's literally curing the blind. Like bro and still and still pissing people off. That's know? that's like, insane. Like honestly. Like yeah, I I thought this tweet was was probably not a good idea, but I in general, I think Mr. Beast I think he does a lot a lot more good than any bad. And he's kidding. They've even got the they've even got the official Walmart Twitter interacting with this with this thread. The official Amazon. Oh, maybe it was planned then. Maybe I'm, I'm getting you, duped. This, I don't know, man. I just think this is it's just reeks of wrestling to me. I feel like everybody's being worked. You know? Bro, there's so many of these of these posts though where they like where the entire shelf is just Mr. Beast because they threw all the other candies on the on the floor, bro. Oh yeah, see this. All right, all right. Well, let us know what you guys think about this topic, or do you not even care? Because who cares? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you could find a cheaper cheeseburger at McDonald's. That's that's a fact, Jack. It's a twelve dollar burger. Mr. B spends spends. It's not even. They're not, they're not even his actual restaurants. They're just ghost kitchens. They're ghost kitchens, and he's charging twelve bucks a burger, bro. That's crazy. Anyways, I, I, I'm not knocking it though. The guy cured blindness. I hope my twelve bucks helped you. <laughs> All right. Um, and that's pretty. That's pretty rock and roll. Like, I'm sorry. That's it's it's pretty amazing that he was able to help that many people get cured of blindness. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I actually had that article up because I didn't know. I didn't think that was true. Yeah, yeah. He uh, curing a thousand people. Thousand people. Uh, yeah, he said he was going to cure a thousand blind people. Yeah, you know what that's costing him? Probably nothing, really, if you think about it. Making content out of what people. Yeah. So I don't like. Uh, you know what it's costing him though? What's it costing him? A cool six million dollars. Six million dollars. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the guy is loaded, so he doesn't care. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, I yeah. guess that's it. We're going uh, to the. I just realized we're going to the um, member section. Wow. Oh, do you ever? Yeah, real quick before I go to member section. One okay, because I forgot. I, I need to. I need to have a story before I go to the member section to give you guys time to get in there. We do. We're going to. The, we're we're going to talk about one more thing, but then we're going to the member section. The way you get to the member section is super easy. Ready? Um, you do nothing. Literally do nothing, and it will take you to the member section. If you want to beat us there. Like for some reason, um, yeah, you, like you want to get there ahead of us, then you can click on the link that's in the description, or you can click on, click on the link that's in the chat. And we're gonna talk about one more quick story, but then we're gonna go to the member section. And we're, I'm gonna dish on the Shazam stuff. I got some really good stuff on that. Okay, one more quick thing. Check this out. There's a new AI scam. I know everyone's talking about AI, but this is like, this takes the cake, bro. People thought loved ones were calling them for help, but it was actually AI generated voice changers. Whoa. 
Scammers using artificial intelligence to sound more like family members in distress. People are falling for it and losing thousands of dollars. Here's an example. A man calling Ruth card sounded just like her grandson, Brandon. So when he said he was in jail with no wallet or cell phone and needed cash for bail, card scrambled to do whatever she could to help. Of course, that's her Nana. Nana's got to help grand grandsons, right? Mm-hmm. It was definitely this feeling of fear, she said, that we've got to help them right now. Card, 73, and her husband, 75, Greg, dashed to their bank in Regina. I can't say that word. It's someplace in the Midwest. And withdrew three, I'm sorry, in Canada, 3,000 Canadian dollars. That's 2,207 freedom dollars. <laughs> The daily maximum. They hurried to a second branch for more money. The bank manager luckily pulled him into his office and said another Patreon had gotten a similar call and learned that the eerily, eerily accurate voice had been faked. Card recalled the banker saying the man on the phone probably wasn't their grandson. That's when they realized they'd been duped. We were sucked in. We were convinced that we were talking to Brandon. Now, before I go on, a great way to make sure you're actually talking to the right person is to call that person, I suppose. Yeah, or to treat them like a changeling and ask a question they should know the answer to. There you go. Star Trek has been teaching us for years. <laughs> As impersonation stands in the United States rise, cards ordeal is indicative of a troubling trend. Technology is making it easier and cheaper for bad actors to mimic voices, convincing people, often the elderly, of course. I mean, listen, I could, like my dad's elderly. I'm pretty sure you can you can convince him of just about anything when it comes to technology. You can you can tell him, uh, like, his computer is uh is walking down the street, and he wouldn't even think it was a joke. That their loved ones are in distress in 2022. Imposter scams were the second most popular racket in America with over 36,000 reports of people being swindled by those pretending to be friends and family. Now, here's where it gets crazy, right? Wow. Those are people scamming people by changing their voice. But there's a new game in town. And I don't want to, I don't want to like freak people out, but there's an actual AI. It's by Adobe. Um, it's very, very easy to deep fake someone's voice. Especially if you have a lot of talking of that person, like AKA a streamer. Right. So Shane, Shane sends me scripts for our main channel. I have thousands of hours of Shane saying every syllable and every word every ever conceived. Right. I can put him into this AI property and literally just type. And this software would almost perfectly read it as if Shane was reading it. Is this a part of Adobe Creative Cloud by chance? No, no. so it, it is, but, oh, okay. part of, it's, it's, it, but it's developer right now. So oh, you, okay. you can get access to it, but you, you got to jump through some hoops. You got to like install like uh, like virtual machine and stuff like that. You got you to jump okay. through hoops. But but the people that are doing this though, they can jump, they are smart enough to jump through the, the correct hoops, get the library they need and make it work. And a lot of people nowadays, even people that aren't, let's say you're on YouTube, but you're not like, like successful on YouTube, right? Let's say it's not a job. You just, 
enjoy live streaming or whatever, right? Like me. Like Danny. There are hundreds of hours of Danny talking. Which means I can take Danny, Danny's voice and accurately, at least over the phone, maybe not like, and you know, maybe not in like a, a you know, high quality recording, but I can definitely mimic your voice over the phone where the quality is lower and there's less ups and downs, right? Yeah. Which means I could do whatever I want with your voice. That's crazy, man. Just consider that for a minute. That's not freak. Everyone's freaked out about deep fakes. I'm more freaked out over the fact that you can call my bank, <laughs> my wife, right? My house, my lender, my, my office, and just do whatever you want. Because <laughs> no one's going to question you if you sounds like me. No one. Right. And I'm on YouTube. Hundreds of hours. <laughs> wow. Wild, dude. Wild. Yeah, a lot of people are really getting into the chat GPT thing, man. I love it. I, I, I use it every day. I, I use it every I day. Use, I use it for like YouTube titles and stuff like that, but I don't I don't use it for recreation. Is it, is it really I haven't fun? I haven't been I haven't been smart enough to use it for that. Well, I mean I I mostly ask it questions like well, like the the that Voyager episode was a perfect example. You know, I'll do dumb shit like that or um I have uh, I make content for uh clients, so I did. Uh, I used ChatGPT to uh, make content for a landscaping website, a swimming pool website, a house cleaning uh, website. I'm about to use it for a mobile. Wait, phone are you you're building the website with ChatGPT? Chat, chat. No, no, no. I built uh, their content. So you know, most of the time, people. Um, this has been a problem I've always had. They they just think when they hire me to make a website that that means I'm just gonna like fill it up with their content too. And I'm like, no, you have to provide me with that. I don't know. I know how to build websites and right. do graphics and stuff. I don't know how to be a locksmith or whatever. Like nobody's going to know more about your business than you. Right. So, um, so, uh, and sometimes later, Donnie, thanks like, for coming here, brother. He's, see, he's saying thank so, you for being so, here. Thank you for having me. Um, the, uh, so, I used to offer us, well, I, I still do, I guess, uh, uh, a content creation service. And I would, I would uh, contract that out, subcontract that out to uh, other people. Well, I had a, a client slash friend who was over at the house and I was playing with Jet, chat GPT. And he's like, well, what's that? And I was like, I was showing him. And so he sat with me and we built, like, he gave me just enough information to give it. And then I just said, I, you know, I wanted like 400 words. Mm. And then we spit it out and then we copy, we paste it. And we just had to do some minor copy editing um, because I mean, especially when it's just like, like this one was a mobile detailing. This was right. a mobile detailing website. Right. So, you know, so I, you just got to plug in like basic information and then have it spit out like about us and like, yeah. And then you just go when you make minor changes. Cause you know, it, it does still use a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of similarities. Like it's definitely got like a, what I'd call a writing style, you know, I see. like it, it uses phrases a lot. So can't you just got to humanize can't, it. Can't up. you tell like the right in the style of, and like, yes, you can. So the other day, just for fun, for shits and giggles, I was trying to see if I could teach it to be funny. So I was feeding it input for like different comedians that I like. And I said, I want you to tell me a joke. Of, um, like oh God, I wish I had my history. Chat GPT, so many people use it in the style of George Carlin and in the computer. Yeah, his, I, I would do. Breaks. Yeah, because George he, he can't curse, right? No, it won't curse, but 
I actually did one as George Carlin and all it did. And, and they weren't funny uh, because they are restricted. Like they can't, they can't say anything sarcastic. They can't make fun. Like, because, you know, it says as an AI language model, I am not allowed to, you know, mm. you know, do anything that yeah, could be I, I saw as... some, I saw some people though, talking about how they can get a, get around that by making it, by saying, by like trying to get the chat to, um, act as if they're acting out something in like a scene like as i'll try if, that if you I'll were if that. you were acting in a scene as george carlin what you know you can get around it by like by by you can literally talk around the restriction huh you should try it i'll, I'll try it i've been playing with it a lot uh, my buddy ldg at the underground he's been teaching me a lot of like you know ways to ask it certain mm -hmm. questions and how to pipe in the uh like information to make it give you a better answer or um you know write something better for you but like my buddy he had it write him a rap and he and he and it and he loved it and he's going to use it for his next commercial for his business all right so listen, mm -hmm. guys we're going to the member section we are going to be talking about uh the, Shaz the shazam thing also we will look at that teaser for episode five i didn't know what's up well so we'll look at the teaser for episode five Oh yeah, I saw. That. And I saw we'll that. talk about the Shazam uh, inside stuff I got, and, uh, and that's it, man. So if you guys want to join us, come on over to the members section. The water is nice and warm, and uh, that's where we're going. Uh, again, the link is in the chat. It's also in the description. And if you do nothing, it'll just take you there. Or if not, if you don't, if you can't can't come, you can't support. That's cool. Come on back on Monday. And uh, for the Raw Ranch show, we have some really cool guests coming. 